Bernie and Sid in the Morning on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Good morning, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, the Tri-State. Everybody listening on that 77 WABC app simulcast out on Eastern Long Island. News Talk 107.1 FM on this July 5th. Obviously, the day after July 4th, we're suffering a a major, major hangover, no doubt. A lot of people, uh, mentally, mostly mentally, and some physically. I hope not, but... uh, some physically because, uh, yes, the, the fourth fell on a night before a work day, which is uh, not always the case, but it was last night. And honestly, uh, it was a good night. You know, I watched the uh, – I actually watched the fireworks, uh, the, the fireworks – the Macy's uh, Spectacular on the East River, the fireworks. But it was, it was really good. It was terrific. Actually, for NBC to put that thing on and keep it patriotic, I mean, it is NBC – you know, they did a very good job celebrating America, you know, talking about uh, Americans getting uh, a lot of celebrities getting citizenship, how much they appreciate it. And uh, it was just it was just really uh, it was really uh, uh, there was no, you know, negativity, uh, no America sucks or any any of that stuff. And then, of course, they started playing the music and they the, the music. I don't know how you can do a fireworks display and not include John Philip Sousa. You got, uh, you know, Santana and Oye Como Va, but no military music. Where's the Marine Corps him? I mean, come on. But uh, it was still pretty good. No, no doubt it was It was definitely good. And, uh, again, here on the Bernie and Sid Show, Sid Rosenberg is out. He's out all week. He's taken a much-deserved vacation, is Sid Rosenberg, and in his stead is going to be – is going to be uh, the owner of WABC, who hosted yesterday and did a terrific job. What a fun show it was yesterday. John Katzmatidis. John Katzmatidis will come in, sit in for Sid Rosenberg this morning. And uh, he was at the uh, the consecration yesterday for the new, the new Greek Orthodox Church down at the World Trade Center, which was ruined. The first one was built, in, I think it was 1832. Anyway, he'll talk about that. He was there after the show yesterday. This man has unlimited energy, unbelievable. So he'll be here in a little bit. And they finally caught the uh, they caught the animal who shot up the parade. Of course, that's what everybody was talking about. And that 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 overshadowed really. I talked about the fireworks display on NBC last night. The animal caught, you know, finally caught late last night. But that overshadowed everything. There was a parade. It was a July 4th parade in, in a nice, sleepy town, as they describe it, in Illinois, Highland Falls, or excuse me, Highland Park. And uh, anyway, it was just it's disgusting. The kid went up to the roof. Kid, he's 22 years old. This, this mutt, this loser, 
he goes up to the roof and he just starts shooting on these these, these all these wonderful patriotic people who got up early to go to a July Fourth parade. It was it was horrible. Anyway, what do we know about this guy? Well, he uh, he has a very very disturbing social media past. Supposedly, he was a songwriter. He went by the name Awake the Rapper. Awake the Rapper. And some people are calling him right wing. They don't really know. They don't really know. He Apparently, he videotaped a uh, Trump motorcade at one point. But if you look at this guy, he definitely does not look like a conservative. He looks a, a little bit weird. He looks, he looks a little Antifa-ish, if you ask me, with his face and ne- neck tattoos and uh, his pink and green hair and his weird sunglasses, all of these things. But... He 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 considered himself a songwriter. He was he actually had YouTube and Spotify pages. So uh, there's going to be a lot of talk. They're going to investigate his history, and people are still trying to figure out what motivated him and which side he was on. Yes, I kid you not. That is the uh, that is the way it goes now. People are very cautious until they find out the motivation of the animal, and then they start to condemn it, talk about it. Or if it's not convenient, ignore it. As you saw in Waukesha, they ignored the Waukesha, Illinois, during the Christmas parade. At first, it was a big news. Then they found out it was a, a black nationalist who was driving an SUV. And then, then it was the SUV that did the crime. And, of course, the story went away in about two days. And we'll see what happens with this. But, uh, but either way, it was just uh, an awful, awful day yesterday. When you consider that, uh, you know, that that whole Fourth of July celebration in Illinois. And, of course, it came on the heels of a couple of uh, a lot of actually Democrats, uh, in, in, in particular, Arizona, Arizona in Pima County, the official Democrat Party. Uh, they put out a tweet uh, called uh, inviting people to a celebration of the fourth. But then they wrote on this on the invitation Blank the fourth. That's right. I kid you not. F the fourth is what they wrote on the invitation. And uh, in Orlando, Florida, the the official uh, party, the Democrat Party in Orlando, Florida, they wrote on their Twitter, on their, excuse me, on their official page, people probably don't want to celebrate the fourth. And who can blame them? That's what the city of Orlando, the official website of the city of Orlando said about the fourth yesterday. And then, of course, we had this uh, terrible shooting. So who knows what's to blame, who's to blame. But it was just a a disgusting, horrific uh, display in Illinois. And then again last night, uh, sort of, uh, you know, you had Pitbull running around with the American flag draped around his his back. Of course, he's Cuban, and Cubans tend to be very, very pro-America because they came. They came from where these these woke people want to take us back to. Which is uh, communism? This uh, w- you know this new world order that they're talking about, this liberal world order that one of Biden's uh, economic aides blurted out late last week. But first, let's go back to the uh, shooting. Uh, Lou, I think you have a, a clip of the governor of Illinois talking about this uh, this Highland Park, Illinois shooting again, a sleepy suburb twenty miles north of uh, Chicago. And uh, oh yeah, by the way, the uh, the shooter. His dad once ran for mayor of this uh, particular town, Highland Park, and lost. And he, he, he once ran, I think it was 2017, it was fairly recently, 
But anyway, this is what the governor, Governor Jay Pritzker, said about the shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. Take a listen to this guy. If you're angry today, I'm here to tell you, be angry. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent lives were taken by gun violence. I'm furious that their loved ones are forever broken by what took place today. I'm furious that children and their families have been traumatized. I'm furious that this is happening in communities all across Illinois and America. I'm furious because it does not have to be this way. And yet we as a nation, well, we continue to allow this to happen. There are going to be people who say that today is not the day, that now is not the time to talk about guns. I'm telling you, there is no better day and no better time than right here and right now. Our founders carried muskets, not assault weapons. Okay, that's and I don't think guy. a single... Uh, the, today is the day to talk about gun control, he says. Yesterday is the day. Where's he been? We've been talking about gun control since, since Buffalo. We've been talking about gun control since... Uh, there's been a couple of mass shootings in recent uh, weeks and months. We've been talking about gun control. They passed gun control legislation in the uh, in the Senate. They passed it, uh, bipartisan uh, gun control legislation. We've been talking about it every single day. So uh, his, you know, getting on the uh, his 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 soapbox there and taking the morally superior attitude, you know, that uh, about gun control. We've been talking about it, and they passed legislation, and this still happened. Of course, the legislation was just passed, but uh, but let's not politicize this. Let's not take sides. Uh, speaking of which, uh, where where's the outrage when thugs attack police officers? Listen to this. This is in Chicago. Yesterday, it it was an unbelievable. It looked like uh, it looked like Baghdad, uh, circa 2003. I mean, it, it, the, the thugs in the street actually pushed back police in squad cars. Uh, there was about a dozen police in squad cars, and these thugs were attacking the police with fireworks. But it looked like they had RPGs. They were really had good aim, and and you'll hear the uh, the explosions. These are explosions of fireworks hitting police cars and then blowing up. I didn't hear the governor talk about the the the, the anger that he should have over this. Cut twenty eight, please, Lou. Those are actual fireworks that are being shot, sort of, you know, in an RPG fashion, which is, of course, you know, shooting it, I don't know, like some sort of mortar right at the cops exploding on the hood of police cars. Rocket-propelled grenades is what RPG stands for, and that's the way they were shooting at the police. I didn't hear any anger coming from the governor yesterday. I didn't see it anywhere. I scoured the Internet. He didn't say anything about this this display, which was horrific. And, and by the way, how many kids were killed and shot and killed in Chicago? Or how many people were shot and killed in Chicago, Illinois, over the weekend? I don't hear this guy coming out and, and expressing his anger and his disbelief. And we, we should be talking about, you know, this uh, violence that's occurring in the inner cities Every every stinking weekend in Chicago, in particular, I don't hear it coming from uh, this Democrat governor Pritzker, and that's what he was. That's what he is. Of course, he's a Democrat governor, and he's politicizing stuff. And then you had Joe Biden yesterday. 
he barely mentioned the uh, the attack in, of course, Highland Park, Illinois. He barely mentioned it during his remarks. He came out, did uh, Joe Biden yesterday. Here's what he did say. Cut number five, Joe Biden yesterday on the 4th of July. And to realize these promises requires a principled patriotism, a patriotism that recognizes that no person, no party, no interest can take precedent over the American project, project that has come up short many ways, which continues even in this hour, a project that says we're all in this together and the ambitions of a few cannot be allowed to prevail over the aspirations of the many. That's how I see America on July the 4th, as big and a big-hearted place where we debate and disagree, yet we're united by a love of country. A project that has come up short. He had to say that yesterday on July 4th, uh, did the President of the United States. Uh, and, and again, he, he barely referenced the uh, massacre in Highland Park, Illinois. For some reason, it was very strange, but at least he didn't politicize it. So, uh, you know, he uh, I don't know wh- wh- which position to take on this. He didn't politicize it, but he should have mentioned it. He should have talked about it, I think, anyway. But listen, let me just say this. The athlete of the year, step aside, Aaron Judge. Step aside, uh, step aside Francisco Lindor. Step aside the DJ LeMayhew. It's Joey Chestnut. The hot dog eating contest yesterday was fantastic. I was prepared to come on and talk about the uh, – I watched it yesterday on ESPN, the hot dog eating contest with this Joey Chestnut. It was it's 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 very cheesy. It is a it's disgusting to watch them stuff their faces with the hot dogs. But Joey Chestnut did something yesterday. First of all, here he is. Uh, he's he, here he is stuffing his face with hot dogs, and then a protester comes up, an animal rights activist comes up. Uh, he comes up to the stand right in front of Joey Chestnut. Chestnut puts him in a in a in a choke, a rear naked choke as they call it, and knocks him to the floor. And then continues to eat. This is what it sounded like. Cut 32, please, Louie. Oh, my God. You heard the lady say, oh, my God. Uh, that's when he, he, he tackled this, this person who was th- then arrested and taken off the stage. And the contest continued just like that. So Joey Chestnut was uh, a hero. We posted the video to our social media pages. You're not going to believe it. It was incredible. And Joey Chestnut showed up in crutches. And I'm wondering, who's this competition? Tanya Harding, for God's sakes? Uh, he shows up in crutches, but it turns out he broke his leg uh, about, about a month ago. He, he fell down a hill. The cops had to come. It took hours to pull him up the hill, something like that. But uh, either way, I was uh, prepared to uh, slam the this event. I mean, I don't think this is what Nathan Hale envisioned. You know, when he put the rope around his neck, is uh, Joey Chestnut stuffing his face with hot dogs or the freezing barefoot soldiers at Valley Forge. Uh, I don't think that this is what they were thinking about. But anyway, here's Joey Chestnut after the uh, hot dog eating contest. I mean, really, when you see this uh, videotape, this guy is a superhero. Listen to him yesterday after winning the contest, in, during which he ate, I think, 63 hot dogs. Take a listen. Joey, how, how does the leg feel? It hurts, but... uh. I was, I was in the dome pretty good for a little bit, and I was ignoring it, and uh, I slowed down, but it, it, was, uh, it was a crazy contest. I'm happy I was able to, able to come through on top. When you've won so many times, what's it feel to win again in front of this crowd? Oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful to be back here in front of the audience. 
New York is amazing, and uh, there's not, no place like it in the world. So there you have it, Joey Chestnut, uh, American hero. And that is a terrific uh, patriotic event, this hot dog eating contest, out in Coney Island. Uh, so it, it was a wonderful. Last night they had also the fireworks display at, down in Washington, D.C., over the mall. And, of course, the Bidens were out on the uh, balcony. And believe it or not, Hunter Biden was out there as well. That's right, Hunter Biden, no crack pipe, but he was out there with the first family enjoying the uh, fireworks, during which, at least down in Washington, D.C., they played military music. They played John Philip Sousa. Uh, the, you know, I mean, to me, NBC not playing uh, that patriotic music last night, that was a miss in an otherwise uh, pretty good show that they put on, a, a patriotic show. Speaking of great patriots, we have John Katzmatidis is coming in to s- substitute, to co-host with me for Sid Rosenberg, who's out, as I mentioned earlier, for, for a well-deserved vacation. He's going to be out all week. So uh, anyway, keep it right here. We're going to talk to uh, hero cop Bo Deedle. Who better to talk to about this massacre and this maniac, this this crazy SOB who shot up the July 4th parade, than Bo Deedle, hero cop, a great actor. Bo Deedle also will speak to Monica Crowley. She's got a finger on the pulse of politics, a local and a national, Monica Crowley. So Bo Deedle, Monica Crowley, John Katzmatidis, all coming up on the Bernie and Sid show. We're coming right back. Bernie and Sid in the morning. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Right, That's what I'm talking about right here. Back here in the Bernie and Sid show. Come on, man. Yeah. Instead of uh, I don't know whatever they were playing last night, it was it was a, the, the visuals were, were great on the East River. They moved, you know, the fireworks were on the Hudson River for years and years. About I think about six years ago, six seven years ago, they moved it to the East River, and it's just a spectacular sight. Just. A wonderful sight is, is what it was last night, watching it. The uh, And, again, very patriotic. I can't emphasize that enough. Coming from the woke uh, a corporation known as NBC or the television broadcasting operation, whatever the hell they are. But, uh, yeah, it was very patriotic. Unlike, uh, you know, America is a great place. It's the, 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 best, the best place to live in the history of civilization, period. I mean, there is no comparison to anything else. Nothing, nothing. With all its, uh, you know, warts and all and uh, sins of the past, all of that stuff, the best place right now for everybody. And everybody's walking around pissed off. What the hell's going on? I mean, you got food, uh, bountiful supplies of food all over the place. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday when I was on with Mr. Katzmatidis during the Bernie and Sid show, which he hosted, by the way, did a great job. It was a fun show. Uh, the problem we have in, in the United States is not hunger. It's obesity. We have too much. I mean, so that's the kind of great place this is. But uh, people don't see it that way. You even have people like Andrew Cuomo uh, once said, the smug thug, that's right, the disgraced governor of New York who was, who was lauded and applauded for his, his narcissistic uh, you know, ex- exhibition during the, uh, the pandemic, 
which uh, it turned out people are embarrassed now that they were Cuomo-sexuals. Anyway, he once said this, cut 14. Uh, Andrew Cuomo once said this about the United States. Check this out. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. It was never that great. And that's, that, that, that's a moderate Democrat. How could, he, how, how could he possibly say something like that? Uh, given that his dad, you know, rose from a, a he came from a, a Queens grocer family. Uh, uh, Mario Cuomo worked in that grocery shop in Queens that his parents ran. And he went on to be the governor of New York, almost the president of the United States. I mean, it was uh, it was the only reason he ran, did not run in 92, was because they thought George Bush 41 would be reelected in a landslide. And it turns out Bush 41 made a couple of mistakes after the first uh, Iraq war. They're talking about ta- he raised taxes, read my lips, no new taxes. Then he, re- he raised taxes. And so he he slipped precipitously, and then of course uh, Ross Perot got into the race and really uh, gave it to Bill Clinton. But if uh, Mario Cuomo had thrown his hat into the ring, as was the plan early on, he would have been president of the United States, Mario Cuomo. And Andrew had the the the, the onions, the, the 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 gall to say what he said. America was never that great. What a what a what a what a punk and Andrew Cuomo is. Uh, I, I don't know what he's doing these days. Is he getting back into politics? I'm not sure. I hope not. I mean, I know he has a war chest, and uh, uh, is he gonna is he gonna he's gonna sp- play the spoiler? Well, I guess I hope he does because he w- he he would help the Republican win. He would help Lee Zeldin actually win in New York State. I'll ask Mr. Katzmatidis about that. I'm sure he knows all. Hey, uh, Joe Biden, of course, last week while you were preparing for your big uh, three day weekend. He was, uh, he was not in good shape, speaking of President of the United States, not in very good shape. Of course, he was in Madrid in the first half of the week. But uh, check him out. Listen to this here. Tr- struggling to read a teleprompter. Joe Biden, cut one, please. And politicians invading the most personal decisions that not only women, but we'll find if they expand, expand on, on this decision, uh, men as well. Uh, can somebody tell me what he's talking about? That was just last week. He was trying to. T- he was just talking about Roe v. Wade, and uh, nobody can figure out what he's talking about. And then uh, at one point last week, he said he tried to sum up America in one word. I believe. <laughs> Take a listen to this. Cut number two. Go ahead. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him. Uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> That's real. That really happened. Got to play that again, please. Uh, America is, can be defined in one word. Go ahead, play that again. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny, right? That's too good. Yeah, that's funny, man. That's funny right there. Uh, yeah, that's Joe Biden, and he's the president of the United States, man. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable that he's still the president. Of course, you'd get Kamala when you remove him, but uh, look, I'll take her at this point. Let's let's take her and deal with her. Let's do it. And then, of course, he he's, he's he doesn't know what he's doing. He's being handled. He's uh, this inflation out of control, gas prices out of control. So he's in Madrid last week, and uh, I don't know uh, if the people at the pump, if you ask anybody at the pump, paying five dollars a gallon. In some cases, $6, $7 a gallon. 
if uh, if they're cool with paying that price for uh, the the people of the Ukraine, what would they say? Do you think they would say, yeah, that's fine with me? I don't know. Anyway, cut number three. Uh, this is Joe Biden talking about just that. Take a listen. We are going to support Ukraine as long as it takes. Look at the impact that the war on Ukraine has had on Russia. They've had to renege on their national debt for the first time since the beginning, almost well over 100 years. They've lost 15 years of the gains they made in terms of their economy. They're in a situation where they're having trouble because of my imposition of of, uh, 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 dealing with what can be exported to Russia. So so what? So what? That, that that doesn't I'm not happy paying $6 a gallon because you're hurting Putin. I'm not happy at all. I don't want that. I didn't vote for that. Who said that that's okay? And then he had the goal, he responding to a reporter's question, a uh, cut number 4 to say this. Cut number 4, please, Lou. And how long is it expect uh, fair to expect American drivers to continue to pay a premium because of this war? Let me hear this. The, the second part of the question was, would it bring down the price? How, will it bring down prices? And the war has pushed prices up. They could go as high as $200 a barrel, some analysts think. How long is it fair to expect American drivers and drivers around the world to pay that premium for this war? As long as it takes. As long as it takes. Uh, I would like the people to go around, take a poll, get the Gallup people, uh, the Rasmussen people, Go to gas stations across the country and just talk to people and ask them, is that okay with you? An endless Ukraine war. How long did the war in Afghanistan take, 20 years? How long did the war in Iraq take, uh, 10 years or whatever? Are you okay paying this, this, this type of money for a gallon of gas for 10, 20 years with these endless wars as long as it takes? I mean, who told him to say that? Who, what, what is, what, well, obviously it's intentional. He's he's playing to the green zealots in his party. Uh, he's pandering. He's playing. This is just what AOC wants to hear, and he knows it, and he's saying it. And uh, so he's cool with the left wing of his party. And uh, the, one of these guys, his economic advisor, I, I mentioned this earlier, some dude named Brian Deese was on CNN, and he said the, the quiet part out loud. This is what we're, what, 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 the, the forces from within that are attacking this country this guy, uh, he, 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 he said it. He articulated it. Uh, cut number nine. His name is Brian Deese, Biden economic advisor, Brian Deese. Uh, take a listen to this. Cut number nine. Go ahead. The military analyst, the director of national intelligence, uh, they said that this could be a long ye- a war measured in years. And I think everybody understands why this is happening. But is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. The future of the liberal world order. That's what the president was talking about. So this is this is what the president is is pushing, this new liberal world order. And you've heard of this of this liberal world order, the Great Reset, all of this stuff, the Green New Deal. He's talking they're talking about communism, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're talking about. And that's what we're fighting against. And that's what we're fighting back uh, in November uh, against why we have to turn out in great numbers, because this is an insidious, nefarious operation we have going on very sneaky you don't know what's happening uh, behind the scenes but these people are plotting big things for this country and they're not good they're not good at all 
Uh, the, the, the new liberal world order is what, what you're paying $6 a gallon for gas, $5 a gallon, and it's only going to get worse. There's going to be food shortages and a, a lot of other bad things, inflation, of course, uh, ravaging the United States and other countries for the, the new liberal world order. So we're perpetuating the war in the Ukraine so that you can pay higher gas prices and higher prices in the grocery stores. Remember that. And we, we just sent the Ukraine a, a $40 billion additional dollars. We had sent them about $14 billion. We sent them another $40 billion to perpetuate these high gas prices. That's what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. On the Bernie and Sid Show, we're going to speak to uh, hero cop Bo Deedle. He's going to talk to us about the massacre yesterday in Highland Park, the lunatic that they caught. And uh, also we're going to speak to Monica Crowley about uh, Joe Biden and this new liberal world order. And, of course, Sid Rosenberg is out, the great John Katzmatidis, owner of 77 WABC, a man who's saving America in his own right just by, by propping up and making successful, making great again uh, this radio station, 77 WABC, so the truth gets out. He will join me also right here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Traffic and sports is coming up next. But right now it is time for the 77 WABC Clip of the Day. Listen to the Cats Roundtable with John Katzmatidis every Sunday morning starting at 8 o'clock. Telling both sides of the story. Here John talks to Governor David Patterson. The, the mentally ill should be in hospitals being taken care of, not in the streets of New York. That's the way it is. I mean, uh, these people in Albany have to realize it. Is our country going to come together? I think that what's happened now is that we argue issues based on political ideology rather than fact. And in situations on both sides, there are obvious misdeeds, obvious misconduct. And we don't know how to condemn misconduct unless it's coming from the other side of the aisle. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is Sid on Sports. Sponsored by Fearless Boilers on 77 WABC. Well, not Sid, but Justin Ellick here with your bottom of the hour sports update. Sponsored by Peerless Boilers, America's best built boilers. Go to peerlessboilers.com, paviliontanklist.com for a dealer near you. Back in business here following the long 4th of July weekend as the Mets gave New Yorkers something extra to celebrate yesterday with a 7-4 victory over the Reds on our nation's birthday. After a three-run second inning to get things going early, thanks in part to a Brandon Nemo two-run blast, Cincinnati starter Hunter Green was able to calm the Metropolitan Bats for a couple of frames before Francisco Lindor stepped up to the dish in the fifth to give the Orange and Blue a lead that would last. That's drilled to deep right field. Forget that. Lindor gives the Mets the lead. He cranks one into the seats in right field. Number 13 for Francisco Lindor, and it's 4-3 New York. 
That call courtesy of Gary Cohen and SNY. The solo shot would put New York up 4-3 to three at the time, and they'd eventually pull away with three additional runs in the next two innings. Taiwan Walker registers the win on the road for the Mets, improving his season record to 7-2 and two overall to go with an impressive 2.86 ERA. Get your popcorn ready for this evening's matchup in Cincinnati as the right arm of Max Scherzer is primed to make its return on the bump for the Mets, going up against the Reds' Nick Lodolo. First pitch is set for 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. Let's head across town to check on the Bombers as well who were out barbecuing yesterday with the rest of America as they enjoyed a rare July 4th off day. They'll be back in action tonight in Pittsburgh to get a short two-game interleague series underway with the Pirates. Jamison Tyone is set to toe the slab against his former team in Pittsburgh against left-hander Jose Quintana. First pitch in the, in the Steel City is set for 7.05 p.m. And, of course, what would be a 4th of July sports review without a check-in on the glizzy goat Joey Chestnut, who, despite a bummed leg, was able to fend off a rogue protester in the, pro in the process as well while capturing his 15th 4th of July hot dog eating contest title by eating 63 francs and... Buns. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with your bottom of the hour sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. I want to rock! Bernie and Sid in the morning on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Heard everywhere on that 77 WABC app. Simulcast on an Eastern Long Island. News Talk 107.1 FM. And uh, Sid Rosenberg is now my partner. He's a, a, a well-deserved, much-deserved vacation. Uh, this guy works his butt off, and he's, uh, he's, he's uh, all these events all over the city. He can't say no. He hits up uh, all these events, and uh, I don't know how he does it, but he's got this week off, and in his place... In his stead, co-hosting with me all morning long is the great John Katsimatidis, owner-operator of 77 WABC and Red Apple Media and a bunch of oil companies and the grocery stores. This man knows no bounds. I mean, he's such an accomplished individual. John Katsimatidis, good morning to you, sir. Bernie, it's so good to hear your voice so, so strong. And uh, I'm telling you, you're going to fulfill a 30-year contract. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Very nice of you to say. Hey, listen, uh, l let me ask you this question. Where do you get the energy to do all that you do? I mean, with uh, I mean, the, the morning shows, uh, the, yesterday, it was such a fun show. I listened to the whole thing. It was great. It was terrific. And then, of course, you know, at the Cats Roundtable Sunday morning, Cats at night. And then uh, we'll talk about this, too. Yes, But yesterday... You, you you went went to that uh, consecration of the Greek Orthodox Church. Where do you get the energy, John Katsimatidis? How do you do this? Uh, well, I don't know. You know, I just keep going. Uh, you know, I love people. I love being around people. And uh, I'm invited to things. I don't want to disappoint them. Uh, but um, after doing four hours of radio here, uh, we went down to St. Nicholas Church down in uh, the World Trade Center. Uh, and uh, they were having uh, the... Uh, opening of the church, and uh, uh, the Archbishop of Europe was there, the Archbishop of America was there, and a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of archbishops. This and was the church that was destroyed. That was uh, the one that was destroyed, and that's the one uh, Father uh, Alex raised uh, uh, like $80 million to rebuild it. 
uh, and uh, uh, it was a beautiful ceremony, but four and a half, five hours. My like, God, you know, wow. you know, it reminds me. Me and Curtis went to uh, the uh, grand opening of the church, no, another Saint Nicholas down in Havana, in which uh, 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 Castro built for us. Castro oh, really? paid for it. Yeah, I heard you and Curtis talking about that actually yesterday. The, how many years ago was that? Oh, about 15 years ago. I think it was about 2004, 2005. You wow. know, you lose track of time. And and Curtis took a WABC satellite uh, transmitter with him. And in the middle of the streets, in the middle of the streets in Havana, he's transmitting to WABC <laughs> c- condemning Castro. I said, Curtis, can we get out of here live first before you do that? Uh, he is off the he is off the charts. This Curtis Lee, we, you gotta love Curtis. Speaking of energy, boundless energy. That guy uh, sleep, w- works on like two hours sleep. He, if he's not patrolling the subways and the city streets, he's on the air here at seventy seven WABC. What what a, a great guy, great individual. And uh, thanks to you, John Katzmatidis, he's still employed and on the radio. Well, WABC goes forward, like you know, I mean. Uh, the most iconic station in the country. You talk to anybody around the world, WABC, they know it. They yes. know uh, Cousin Brucey, and they know uh, uh, all the uh, old iconic names. And, and when we celebrate on September 7th, Bernie, we're going to have the 100-year anniversary of WABC uh, in New York City. And uh, we're going to put out, I think we're going to do some Hall of Fame, uh, of some of the Hall of Famers that, Create a Hall of Fame for WABC, and um, and people are going to love it. And uh, oh, we'll absolutely. have entertainment, and it'll be a great night. Oh, it's a it's such an iconic uh, radio station, as you point out, Mr. Katz. Uh, the music legacy, of course, Cousin Brucey, uh, Dan Ingram, and all those guys. And then, of course, the political legacy, uh, Rush Limbaugh, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, and, of course, my, my former boss, Don Imus. And all, all these uh, radio greats, uh, yes, and, and, and now you kept it alive, and, and it's, it's succeeding, exceeding expectations, uh, succeeding wildly and getting the truth out, and uh, that's what we need here. We right need the near, truth. You we need, need it, the absolutely, truth. Absolutely, right in the here and now, in this particular time, where, when the country is under attack, really from within, uh, the forces from within attacking it, and uh, we've got to get the truth out there and get the right people elected to write the ship, to, to, to course correct, because otherwise uh, it's going down a toilet bowl, as they say uh, back in Brooklyn. It's going Let me down say, a toilet. Uh, Bernie, uh, yesterday we were doing, uh, uh, analyzing what's going on in our country. Is it a World War III, a different kind of a world war, where we're under attack in different ways? The art of war created by the ancient Chinese uh, Sun Tzu, where you're, you're being attacked and being uh, taken over, and you don't even know it. And you have some of these people walking around our country, uh, and you look at their faces in a daze. They're in a daze like, something wrong? No, well, we'll get over it. Well, I, I really truly believe that uh, we, we are systematically being attacked in many directions. And Chad's sitting here right here. And, and Chad, what, you, were, you were in the Navy. 
What do you you think uh, it's a lot of BS? You think uh, it's happening? I I think somebody's funding it. No, John. Good morning. Uh, you were just talking to me about uh, the, the country. Fifty-two percent of the country right now. They did a poll, right? Just poll. Fifty-two percent of the country uh, wouldn't serve right now. That's that, that is, is that is mind-boggling. Right, Bernie? I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. Not only that, uh, Chad Lopez, uh, the general manager of seventy-seven WABC, John Katzmatidis on the Bernie and Sid show. Yes, indeed. But they did did a poll. Are you proud? This is a poll, a Fox News poll, but uh, Gallup did one as well, similar results. Uh, are you proud of America? Are you proud? 39% said they were proud. In 2011, that number was 69%. Oh, my God. That was, that, that's a, that's, so that's yeah. a, obviously 11 years ago, you had 69% of, of, of respondents saying, yes, we're proud of America. It's down to 39%. And that is like, that's unbelievable. And, yes, is it being funded, John Katsimatidis, uh, this attack? It is from within. It's being funded, when you, when you think about it, by people like George Soros and the Democrat Party. These people have an agenda. Yeah, but uh, the George Soros, in comparison to the world order, the, yeah. the, the big picture, is a minor league character. Does he, does he cause damage here and there? Yes, he does. But he's a minor league character to what I am well, describing I I don't think the Russians are doing it. I think it's mostly I think it's the Chinese government. Well, you, you you're right. Uh, I, I'm sure it's a, it's a you know a, a conglomeration of forces. You've heard of this guy uh, Klaus Schwab, who uh, he runs the uh, this economic forum in Davos, Switzerland. They're constantly talking about new world orders and uh, you know taking advantage of crises, different crises such as the pandemic, in order to affect change. And these guys, these these are the big money bags. These guys, you say George Soros is a, is a pimple on the butt of what's happening, but the guys like this Klaus Schwab, who you never really heard of, nobody nobody knows who the hell he is, but these guys are are trying to affect change globally, and they have they have very very deep pockets, and I think it's trickling down in, into the United States, and these are the forces from within that are that are trying to ruin us, and then then you have the useful idiots. Which, which, in my opinion, is the Democrat Party or the, the politicians in the Democrat Party. These are the useful it, idiots uh, affecting that change and not realizing what they're doing. Uh, taking us with, to talking about, you know, using words like equity, equity, which as opposed to uh, equality of opportunity, uh, equity is equality of outcome. That is communism. That's what it is. And they're using words like that. And employing, uh, you know, policies just like that, and that's what's ruining us. Because in, in the United States, it's not it's not equality of outcome. It's not everybody gets the same thing. It's how hard you try. It's equality of opportunity. We give you the opportunity. You try to make it in this country, and if you can, great. If you can't, well, that's the way it goes. I'm I'm looking at a poll right now. I'm in, in the screen and the. Uh, uh, in the studio, it says seventy-one percent of voters don't want Biden to run in twenty twenty-four. Seventy-one percent—that's a lot of people. That is, that, that, it, 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 as a matter of fact, that is a lot of people. But it, it really should be higher when you listen to the guy. I played some audio of him, uh, uh, Joe, uh, of uh, Joe Biden, just from last week. Uh, just a quick one. Play that quick one, Lou, uh, where he, he tries to describe America in one word. In one word. Go ahead, Lou, please. 
America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him, uh, put, excuse me. That was, that's a real clip from last week, and that's that's just the one of many, many. I can play him until the cows He's come He's at home. a disadvantage, and uh, who's making the decisions? Are his wife, the people around him? I don't know. Uh, but he, I don't think he is in a position to make decisions for our country, and uh, that gives a lot of people some doubt. How about the two and a half of the eight billion people in this world? Five and a half billion are uh, uh, are, are ruled by by dictators or, or communism, etc. But two and a half by the free world that depend on Joe Biden to keep the world free. How'd you like to be dependent on that? Yeah, uh, no, thank you, not not at all. And, and uh, th- Bernie, I had uh, General McNerney on the uh, uh, my my show on Sunday, and he was a three star general. Uh, wrote a letter that he is concerned that the the uh, the Department of Defense is pushing down onto our armed forces that they want certain woke cultures. Yes, That's, yes, indeed. It's making them. Dis- it's making our soldiers disgusted. It's sickening. Yes, yeah, making them, making them want to quit, and it, and it's hurting well, recru- recruitment. recruitment. Recruitment is uh, very low. Very so low. Who is going to defend the United States of America? Who is going to defend the free world of two and a half billion people? I mean, the people that are walking around in a daze. They they look like. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, d- d- disillusioned. Yeah, you have the American soldier who has to worry about the right use, using the right pronoun, while the Chinese soldier is is is, is a killer. Yeah, He's they're looking, looking at, how to kill him. Exactly right. And that that, that that's who we're going supposedly going to go up against. I mean, we can't have our soldiers to, uh, tiptoeing through the tulips. No, no. I mean, no. Uh, uh, we're going to destroy. I am concerned. I am concerned. That 2076, our 300th year, where our kids and grandkids are going to be around. We, me and you are not going to be around. But 2076, that uh, I'm not sure. I, I yeah. hope our country is still around. That's a, an excellent uh, concern, a valid, very valid concern. Uh, and we're running out of time here. But just in the meantime, on, on an up note, uh, we have killers, speaking of killers, a former Navy uh, rescue man, uh, Chad Lopez, uh, he was—he's a killer. Chad, how was your Fourth of July? Did you celebrate fireworks? I mean, come on, you tear it up yesterday. How, how was it? Come you know, on. Bernie, we started the day. Uh, John and you and and Sid and and just the whole staff, all the talent, kicked it off. It was uh, so that that started the day off the right way. And uh, as John said yesterday, we're giving New York City, we're giving America what they deserve, and it was live programming. So it really it sounded uh, really good, and we got great feedback from that. And then you go into the day, and uh, as we, you guys were just talking, you know, you, you're walking around. It, there was just a sense of, I don't know, I've never felt it like that before, uh, walking around on uh, Independence Day in New York City, you know, where right. you weren't certain about how people felt. No, about no, that. excellent yeah. observation. You're right about that. And, it's, of course, the news of the uh, shooting in Illinois, the massacre in Illinois, just uh, overshadowed everything uh, yesterday. It really did. Yeah. But uh, we try to keep it positive because we have to fight, as Mr. Katzmatidis is saying. 
We got to fight the bullies. We got to use. They have a baseball bat. We have to get a bigger baseball bat. That's it. That's Mr. Cat saying that yesterday. They will back down on us, Bernie. They they will yep. they, because they are bullies right now in the, in the old schoolyard. They used to be bullies by saying, "I'm going to punch you in the mouth." Now, you know, they're bullies with words, and people are scared. Yep. They're scared of being called a racist. They're scared of being called all kinds of names. Well, you know what I say? I got a bigger baseball bat. Come and, come and challenge <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that goes for corporations as well, individuals, corporations. No more. No more No more caving. No more sucking your thumb and saying, I'm sorry. Fight back. I love it, Mr. Katz. I got a bigger baseball bat. Let's do it. You want to, you want to go at it? Let's go at it. On the Bernie and Sid Show with the general manager, Chad Lopez, and the owner-operator of 77 WABC, and John Katzenbatini. Yes, sir. We're going to have about uh, 8.15, 8.20. We're trying to uh, confirm the time. Uh, he used to be with the NYPD. Then he was superintendent of police in Chicago. Uh, and now he's uh, he's, a su- uh, he's chief of police in a, in a district right next to Highland. And he wants to call in about 8.15 to find out, to tell us what the heck is going on. Yes, yeah, so well, we look forward to that. that. That'll be very edifying. A lot of questions. We'll also speak to uh, hero cop Bo Deedle and uh, politically, very politically astute uh, uh, analyst uh, Monica Crowley here on the Bernie and Sid Show on 77 WABC. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it where it is. We're coming right back. We're doing it live! Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid. God help you. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on that 77 WABC app. Download that app, ladies and gentlemen. Take you, take you less than 90 seconds to download the 77 WABC app. You will not regret it. You won't regret it. Also, simulcast out on Eastern Long Island, News Talk 107.1 FM. Here, here on the Bernie and Sid Show, Sid Rosenberg out for the week, a, a well-deserved vacation. In his stead, I get to... Uh, the honor in studio of uh, having as my co-host the owner-operator of 77 WABC, the great John Katsimatidis. Good morning, Mr. Katsimatidis. Good morning, good morning. I'm telling you, uh, it's uh, the 4th of July weekend, and uh, th- this week is going to be a-, a slow week in New York. I don't see, I'm on, uh, we're here on 3rd Avenue, I don't see many cars going by. Yes, uh, you know, uh, uh, from what I understand, Mr. Katz, is that uh, you have Christmas week is number one vacation week. Number two is the last week in August. And then the number three is the uh, July 4th week is the number three uh, uh, highest, uh, you know, number of people taking vacations. I that's, used to take my order. kids away every uh, uh, Christmas, New Year's, and, and every Thanksgiving weekend. And Fourth of July, not, not as much. You know, a lot of people go to the... To, to the Hamptons or the, to, to the Catskills or whatever. Yes. Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, well, it is, uh, you know, because the, the, you get the one-day holiday and then whatever, people take off. But uh, we're going to do a great show for our listeners that, that are out there now and working hard. And so welcome. Stay with us. Uh, Mr. Katz, did you, did you happen to see the uh, 
Uh, well, I know you were at the uh, church, the Greek Orthodox Church down in Lower Manhattan for a long time, for four hours. Four which, hours, which mostly was, standing. No bathroom break during those three, four hours? None of that? Uh, there was bathrooms available that I didn't need it because you know why? You sweated it out instead of uh, doing it the other wow. way. You sweat it out because it was a little bit hot. Amazing standing. You, you are, I use the word a lot, indefatigable. I mean, the energy that you have is, 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 is it's to marvel at, as my, my friends back in the Bronx would say, to marvel at. Well, Bernie, you're going to have that energy back soon, so you'll yes, be okay. Sir. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, I look forward to it. It's, it's starting to creep back, and, and I look forward to it. But uh, yesterday was, of course, yes, the 4th of July. You had the massacre, the horrible massacre, but there were some lighthearted things. You had the hot dog eating contest out in Coney Island, your neck of the woods, where you have some beautiful apartments. Are you a fan I love of those the- Nathan's Franks, you know? Oh, they're great, right? But I'm not sure about 56 of them, you know what I mean? Nah, nah. In this case, it was 63, and uh, it really is, it, it's, it's really, it's gross. It's disgusting, shoving them in his face. But if you saw this guy, this Joey Chestnut, yesterday, you had a, a protester actually got up and they stood in front of him on ESPN live on live TV as he's stuffing his face with the hot dogs. He's up to like number 42, and this dude stands up in a black shirt and a mask. He puts the dude in a uh, rear naked choke and tackles him to the ground, does Joey Chestnut, and then he continues to eat the Franks and wins the competition. To me, Move over Aaron Judge. Move over uh, Francisco Lindor. Uh, Joey Chestnut is the greatest athlete in New York, as far as I'm concerned. If if anybody saw that, go to our uh, Bernie and Sid social media pages if you want to see it. It's quite the sight. But you had that, and you had a bunch of parades yesterday. And, uh, he, he, he put him to the ground, and he didn't get sued? Yet? No. Oh, no, not yet. No, that's a good <laughs> – he, he, he may very well in, in, in good time. But you know, it, I, I remember one time. Uh, uh, one of our stores was being robbed, uh, and and the our security people uh, caught the guy as he was leaving the store through the broken window, right through the broken window of the store. Wow! He caught the guy, and guess what? They arrested my security guard. Oh, stop! No, really? Yes. Oh, come on! I, I mean, you can't is- make this up, Bernie. Everything is, uh, pardon the language, ass backwards yep. these days. It's just, it's just terrible. Well, yeah. What was it in, in the old days when we were growing up? Uh, uh, with Superman? It was Bizarro? Yes, Bizarro World. Bizarro right. World. So, Everything I, is back. You know, see, old, old guys have old memories. Indeed, but uh, good memories. I mean, like an elephant, you, you know, if, if he who forgets history is doomed to repeat the mistakes of history. So, uh Having a good memory is not a, that's a very very good thing, but uh, yes, t- today these awful what's happening today uh, being attacked from within. Now we had the Supreme Court uh, hand down a couple of decisions, a few decisions actually, which were which were good, which were very good. This is the Trump legacy, I guess. Uh, the the three Supreme Court justices, but they but, handed but down the newspapers, ahead, the newspapers and the broadcasters. Are spinning it their own way. They're not. They're not telling the truth about what what the decision is. Yes, indeed. It's true to to who they are. They're corrupt. They're biased, and they distort what what the message actually was from the Supreme Court was that unelected bureaucrats, in, in the case of the EPA ruling, and judges, in the case of Roe v. Wade, 
and other cases, and, and the guns. The judges do not make policy, and unelected bureaucrats do not make policy. I, it's the legislators who are supposed to make policy, and that's what they did. They sent it back to the states, and it's it's really it, more democracy is what uh, what the Supreme Court was affirming in the past uh, few decisions. But you're right, the newspapers, the mass media, the big tech, all of those people, they distort it, and they say they're taking rights away, which is not the case at all. By the way, uh, I talked to uh, Angelo Vivolo uh, from the Columbus Club, and uh, they took down, they took down a, some a, a Columbus statue in Newark yesterday or something. A Columbus statue in Newark. Now I hadn't heard that. Well, I, I heard he's offered to call in, and I'm texting him right now, and I'm telling him to call in because if they took it down while nobody was looking, you know we should. It's our duty at WABC to, to, you know, get the bugle out. To highlight that, to highlight it, call it out, and uh, shine a spotlight on it. I do know that up in Cornell University, excuse me, last week, they took out of the library, they took, uh, and as they say in my old neighborhood, the library, they took out of the library up in Cornell uh, a bust of Abraham Lincoln. They took it out. Somebody was complaining, and they took believe, it out. I can't believe, they, you know, America's under attack. They they want to change our history too. Clearly, they, they want to. They, they want to. Yes, if, uh, our history of, and in this case, uh, good people. I mean, how can you be against Abraham Lincoln or even Christopher Columbus? I I know he he, he didn't do everything right, but it was the 1400s for God's sakes. Give me a break. I mean, if you're going to judge people in the 21st century, uh, you're going to impose 21st century standards. On people who lived in the 15th century, I mean, how about it, we 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 post uh, uh, statues on uh, on the congressmen and and uh, senators about uh, lying, about having extra to uh, extramarital sex? Uh, how many of the 535 senators in Congress will pass that? Yes, that's a great idea. That that's uh, hit back, as you say. Get out a bigger baseball back and hit back like I that. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, the call. There's a lot of things going on in Washington, and you think Las Vegas is the place where they say, "Don't ask, or we, you know, we won't tell." Well, Washington. Yes, indeed. Oh, it's there's the a swamp. code of silence about sex, and it's it's as sleazy and filthy as it gets down in in the swamp in D.C. John Katzmatidis. The gentleman you were referencing is on the line right okay. now. You want, want to bring him in? Angelo Vivolo, are you here? Yes, I am. Good morning, John. How are you? Angelo is a member of the Columbus Club. Thank you. Uh, I got your uh, press release last night. Uh, and uh, uh, tell us, what are they doing with the Columbus uh, uh, statues? Well, in, in Newark, New Jersey, where there was a, a Columbus uh, statue since uh, uh, 1923, uh, last year, they, they took it down uh, with no reason, just took it down. And uh, then uh, they, they were supposed to put it back up this year. Uh, they had uh, it, was, it was against the, the rules uh, to have to take it down at all. And they want to replace it. Uh, it's in a place called Washington Square, named after George Washington, of course. And uh, they wanted to, they took it down and they want to rename the square the Harriet Tubman Square. And uh, they want to put a statue of Harriet Tubman. Now, Harriet Tubman absolutely deserves to have a statue and, have, and, and a place, a special place to be honored 
fall that she did uh, against slavery during uh, during her time. However, to take down the, the Columbus statue, not replace it, and to take down the name of a president of the United States, it's just unbelievable. So, you know, uh, there's uh, it, it was decided last week on, on uh, the 16th uh, of, I'm sorry, on the 16th of June, that uh, the statue was not going to be brought back. And, and who uh, decided so, uh, this? The Newark, the, the Newark uh, City the, Council? The, the who, who did it? The, the, mayor, the, mayor. Is, the mayor's name is Roz Baraka. That's right. Roz Baraka, the mayor of, of, of Newark, decided this had to happen. Now, we understand that the Italian-American population is, 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 is not as, as vibrant there in that area as it once was. However, you know, you disrespect one culture, you disrespect all cultures. And so we believe that the statue should be, the Columbus statue should be put back where it was. It, Washington Square should remain the name Washington Square. And, of course, there should be a, a special place for Harriet Tubman. There should be a statue, of course, for her. And there should be a special place uh, with her name on it. No, no question. But, to, you know, to, to take one down and put another one up in the same place, it's just the uh, to me, uh, and, and and to most people with common sense, is just unlawful and not right. Well, all the people in Newark, uh, New Jersey, when you vote, what's the guy's name, Bernie? Roz Baraka, Mayor Roz Baraka. Mayor Roz Baraka, make sure you don't vote for him. He he wants to change history. He wants to change uh, That's right. uh, America. That's right. And uh, it is wrong, wrong, wrong. And he's slapping the Italian-American community in the face because uh, Columbus was a great, great man. He, he, what he accomplished uh, in back in 1492 was incredible. Uh, I mean, it was, it, it, he thought he was die. It, it, you know, these coming across the Atlantic. He didn't know where he was going. I mean, the accomplishment was just gargantuan, discovering America. He wasn't perfect. He had some warts. But it, it, he d- doesn't deserve to be erased, and he's a source of pride yeah. for the Italian American community. And what Ross Baraka did was a disgrace. Yeah, well, well, you know, at the foot of the statue uh, in uh, Columbus Circle, for example, it says, "To the world, he gave a world." I mean, he he, he made the greatest discovery uh, of of all uh, in the history of of the world, and uh, he should be respected as so, uh, not only because. Not only because I'm an Italian American, but because he was a great, a great man who did yes. a great thing, and uh, we should honor everyone, everyone, all cultures. Whenever people do accomplishments, and we should not knock them down and try to. Oh, that's uh, what we do, history. Angelo. That's what we do with WABC. We honor all cultures: uh, Latinos, Italians, uh, Blacks. Uh, I, I mean, no limit. I mean, uh, I don't think I don't think there's been any culture we refuse to. Uh, honor and New York is a great melting pot, and there's 185 different languages is being spoken in New York, and that's what New York is all about. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we you know, in the Columbus Heritage Coalition, we say drop the hate and seek the truth. That's all. You know, don't don't and, and don't put one culture against another or one ethnicity against another ethnicity. You know. Uh, we, we, we need to respect everyone, and we want to give respect to everyone. And that's what you do, John, we, when, uh, with your programming. I know that. Uh, I listen to it, and I, I know that's what you uh, endorse. That's what you, you feel. I mean, this is a great country we're in. And look, uh, yesterday we celebrated the independence of a great country, and I think that we have to maintain 
the democracy and maintain the respect. And that's what's missing in today's world, respect, unfortunately. Well, absolutely. And, uh, may, may I say, John Katz, they want to cancel, believe it or not, George Washington. Now, George Washington, uh, you know, uh, uh, responsible, obviously, for the victory, for the United States uh, becoming independent and a nation. Yesterday we celebrated Independence Day. Without Independence Day and George Washington, there would what's, be no there would be Bernie, no Juneteenth. What's the reasoning? What is the reasoning? Because he owned slaves, but but without what he did, uh, there would be no Emancipation Proclamation. They, so 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 George Washington was a great man in that respect. And then on his death, he had in his will to free the slaves. He did eventually free the slaves, but to judge him uh, again in, in the 18th century by 21st century standards is just wrong, given what, what he accomplished. I mean, he's the father well, of our we might country. As well, why don't we take down the statue of Caesars at Caesar's Palace? Exactly <laughs> right. Listen, <laughs> you could even look at Martin Luther King. He had some personal problems. Nobody does it, though. Nobody should. Yep. But he did. and nobody. But So nobody looks at it, and nobody should. And the same thing with, uh, with George Washington, with Christopher Columbus. With even Abraham Lincoln, which God, I mean, I can't think of the thing he did wrong. He wasn't perfect on every issue, but he came around. For God's sakes, let it be. He was. These, these, these are great people. Stop with the madness, for God's sakes. Angelo Vivolo on the Bernie and Sid show. Angelo, what, what can people do to uh, get this statue back up? Well, I think John said it correctly. Uh, you know, go, you, know you have your voice heard when you vote, and the people in that area who uh, I, who are people should uh, enhance both both Columbus and Harriet Tubman. I mean, you said it right. I mean, you know, uh, no one justifies what happened uh, back in, in the 17th, 18th century. Uh, no one justifies those things. However, that's what, what existed at that time. So we're just saying, look, uh, look at the good that these people did. Look at the good that, uh, that Christopher Columbus did and respect it. And uh, I, I just think... Uh, you know that uh, people of uh, of goodwill uh, will uh, you know will help to have that statue put back where it belongs. Absolutely, so, uh, I, I don't think anybody about. should go on tourism in Egypt because the Egyptians had Jewish slaves. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, I mean come on, enough yeah. is enough, guys. You go down that slope, yeah. you can go way down that. You slope. can way, you can go way, 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 way down that slope. And, and yeah. Angelo, well, thank you, thank you so much for everything you do, and please mm -hmm. keep us all aware of what's okay. going on. Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak to you guys. It's just WABC uh, is your show. voice too. You're, you're very kind, and all my best, and God bless your listeners, and God bless you, John, and Sid. Okay, oh, talk thank to you, you soon. Thank, Thank you, you bye so bye. much, Angelo. Mr. Katz, we're going to take a break now. We're going to speak to Bo Deedle later in this hour about the massacre and other things, about the, the the holiday weekend and the Columbus statue. We're going to speak to a gentleman named Gary McCarthy on the massacre in Highland Park, Illinois. Also, we'll speak to Monica Crowley on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis. We're coming right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay, stay right here. Bill O'Reilly here, and I'm warming up. Stand by for the O'Reilly Update Morning Edition. On this Tuesday, June was a bad month for working people. Little good happened as the Biden administration sinks deeper into the quicksand of disenchantment. My investment guy informed me the O'Reilly portfolio fell 4% in June. That's hard-earned money evaporating, not 
Hunter Biden assets. But I can ride out the drop. I know others can't. It is difficult to fathom how disastrous Joe Biden has been as president. The guy was a senator for decades and VP under Obama, as we all know. Now he's an incompetent leader who doesn't understand the problems that he himself has created. The 53 migrants near San Antonio who died from suffocating heat while trapped inside a truck had no idea that Biden created their pathway to death. A chaotic border policy kills. So do Nobel laws, as does radical leftists torching pro-life centers. Where is Joe Biden on any of that? Nowhere. He won't even go down to the border. There comes a time when every person is confronted with a mistake. That huge era is Joe Biden and the 80 million folks who supported him, owing the 74 million who voted against him an apology. That will not soothe the sting of economic pain, but at least it would be something. That is the morning O'Reilly update. More analysis later on. Bernard McGurk. Unacceptable is throwing your beer can on the subway tracks. <laughs> Sid Rosenberg. I don't believe it's a three-man race. Bernie and Sid in the morning. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. James Brown. Living in America, baby. The greatest place on earth in the history of civilization. James Brown knew it back here on the Bernie and Sid show with John Katsimatidis as Sid is out on vacation. And uh, Mr. Katsimatidis, uh, you heard Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Joe Biden is just uh, just destroying this country. I Joe, mean, if, if You know what I say to friends, and I hate to say this about the president of the United States. If, if the Chinese... And the Russians got to pick the next president of the United States during 2020, during the year of the election. They could, they couldn't have done a better job <laughs> exactly than, right. than Joe Biden. Yep. And it's sad to say that because I've known Joe for for 40 years, and Al D'Amato, Senator D'Amato, says he. He knows Joe for 40 years too. He was best man at uh, uh, Al D'Amato's wedding. Wow. And and he says, Joe, something's wrong. Something yep. Aldamato says something is wrong. If we well, if if I called Aldamato right now, he'll tell us the same thing. The question is, is is he just a useful idiot or is he compromised? Or is he down with the, the well, agenda? The, the worst thing that we could say, and I'm not gonna I'm not saying it, but I'm just telling you what people are saying yeah. is that maybe uh his son is compromised. Maybe he's protecting his son, uh, but that is that is scary, right? And this is and this is what comes back. This is what comes back that the Department of Justice, uh, the uh, it's, it's a political appointment, and he's protecting he's protecting his boss. Yeah, and uh, then the Department of Justice is also overseeing the FBI, uh, Mr. Ray, and. You know, I would have a lot of respect for Mr. Ray. I mean, I don't think they can fire him. And believe me, if he told the truth to the American people and they tried to fire him, the American people would protect him. 
Yes, uh, I think the 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 the, 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 the what I'm what I've been saying yesterday is the head of the FBI should be appointed maybe by a committee of five uh, you uh, Democratic senators and five Republican senators and to be serving for ten years a ten year uh, uh, not sentence <laughs> right a, uh, a well, ten term, year term, term sure. and 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 be able to be independent and tell the American people the truth what we want is. All we want, the American people, all they want is the truth. But when the Department of Justice orders the FBI to go and uh, arrest uh, uh, Roger Stone with 20 uh, FBI guys, helicopters. Like it was uh, 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 D-Day. Yeah. And and the guy doesn't even own a gun. He's never been in trouble. doesn't even own a passport. And, And have CNN there at the same time. And and then the assistant to the president of the United States with with uh, Navarro, Peter Navarro, Navarro. Yes. that was and, disgusting. And, and by the way, we cleared it up a little bit. Uh, the FBI arrested him, and you know my my chief of staff uh, George is uh, was in charge of the uh, the FBI office in New York and assistant director in charge, and he cleared it up. And he says when he turned them over, and he turned Peter Navarro over to the U.S. Marshal's office. And their duty is to, to, to do what they did with the, with the foot shackles and the... And the uh, but, but they could have called them up and said, they come on in, come them on up. in, sir. So that's not the FBI. That's the right. Department of Justice. Merrick they, Garland, they exactly. Ordered, they ordered the FBI to go arrest him instead of making a phone call to his lawyer and say, okay, we want to see you. Uh, see us in court or see us in the office. They yanked him off a plane. And then, and, and, and yes. I mean, this is wrong. It's terrible. terrible. They, they, we cannot lose confidence in the Department of Justice. And we got to fix it. We got to fix it, uh, Bernie. Yes, indeed. Uh, and uh, we have to make sure the, the FBI is independent to do the right thing for all American people, whether they're Democrats, Republicans. I. Look, 99.5%, 99.9% of, of the FBI people are loyal Americans, and they want to do the good job. The rank and file, absolutely, yep. yes. But the uh, the people at the top, and this goes back to uh, during the Trump years. I mean, Comey and, and those guys who uh, they knew. They knew that, that, uh, that dossier was fake, that it was unreliable, and yet they went ahead with the investigation to hurt Trump. They, they became... They became before the election. They became an arm of the Democrat Party. Back as far as that, James Comey and the Democrats did that. They colluded with Hillary and the Russians themselves to uh, to, to to usurp and to hurt Trump, and then after the election to usurp him. Uh, so so it goes back then, and now you have Christopher Ray. They've been investigating Hunter Biden for like three, four years now. For God's sakes, how long does it take? And then they protected him on the gun thing when he threw the gun out in the dumpster and he lied on the application. Completely, totally protected Hunter on that. So uh, they, they have been politicized, weaponized, and, uh, yes, uh, they're, they're unreliable. And we don't have faith as, as uh, you know, as citizens. But it's we don't the have politicians faith. that have done that to them. It's the political arm. 
And yes. somewhere along the line, we have to separate it. We had at the Police Athletic League, I, I, run, I help run the Police Athletic League, uh, and we have those monthly luncheons. We had uh, the head of the FBI in New York in charge, uh, I think Mike Driscoll. And he, when he spoke, he spoke about, we talk about political po- politics, he spoke that there is foreign money uh, being c- coming in and uh, there's under, I think, under investigation, a foreign money coming in influencing congressional elections. Wow. Yeah. Now, right. I'd like to see where that goes. And I'm sure it's then, Chinese money, too. Uh, well, I understand it might be Turkish money. Well, interesting. Very, very interesting. You know, Mr. Kasmatidis, you may have heard this. The Chinese and Bill Gates. They're buying uh, uh, huge swaths of farmland in the Midwest uh, f- 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 where we produce food. Uh, they're buying, uh, buying it up in droves, huge, huge swaths, the Chinese and Bill Gates. For what reason? And Bill Gates is part of this uh, new liberal world order. What the hell are they doing? We had, what, what are they I, had Governor, I had Governor Nome uh, from South Dakota. Uh, and uh, Bill Gates bought 300,000 acres in South Dakota. I said, Governor, why did Bill Gates buy 300,000 acres? And she doesn't know, but she's going to look into it. Yeah, yeah. him and, uh, again, the Chinese. The Chinese bought it in North Dakota. Exactly, yes, that's, that is exactly true. What is up? What are they plotting? What are they planning? Don't trust Bill Gates as far as I could throw him. Uh, Mr. Katsimatidis, we're out of time. For this segment, we got Bo Deedle coming up. Bernard McGurk. Bernard has been a friend of mine for so long. And Sid, you too. Sid Rosenberg. Not good, great. Bernie and Sid in the morning. I love you guys. I listen to you every morning and walk around the house laughing my butt off. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on that 77 WABC app. Simulcast, ladies and gentlemen, out on Eastern Long Island, News Talk 107.1 FM, Hampton Bays and Points East, and uh, that 77 WABC app, ladies, download it. Take you 90 seconds, you will not regret it. And speaking of no regrets, our next guest, he's a great guy, a great man, a hero cop, and a, and a very distinguished private investigator, but also a great actor in his own right. Our, our good friend, a uh, uh, friend of the show, friend of the Bernie and Sid show for many, many years, Bo Deedle. Good morning, Mr. Deedle. Good morning, Bernie. Good morning, John. B- well, uh, Bo, who are you mad at today? Well, all I can say is congratulations to your friend, Father Alex. It was announced he's going to get the Medal of Freedom. I don't understand why you're not getting the Medal of Freedom, John. I think uh, President Biden yeah. likes him more. <laughs> you know, also, Danzel Washington's getting it, one of the most well-deserved, one of the greatest actors, but more so one of the greatest supporters of our veterans. He is one great human being, Denzel Washington. And congratulations to oh, Father F- Alex. Father Alex has done group. a lot of good things in the world, and, and he does deserve it. Megan uh, Rapinoe is getting Father Alex. Me- Megan um, Rapinoe is getting it as well. So uh, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's just not a stellar list but uh, denzel and father alex definitely yes right now let's get down to this shooting in highland park you know i've been watching this all weekend and been looking at reading up on it 
you know, these, this guy has been posting videos online about shooting people with AK-47. And, you know, all the signs in the world are there on social media. But they rather take a person, if you say something that they don't like, they'll, they'll knock you off Twitter, they'll knock you off YouTube, they'll take you off this, they'll take you off that. Where is the control? Now we have an FBI that's out there that's investigating this November 6th upside down all around following through why aren't we utilizing our intelligence divisions including the fbi to start monitoring these social media this kid was all over social media here we go again we are not doing what we're supposed to be doing they put their whole lives on social media talk about shooting people blood and all that shooting at them why aren't we doing anything we have the greatest country in the world supposedly the greatest intelligence organizations why are we not monitoring these social media for these imbeciles like this little punk that we won't even mention the name? Since 2017, he's been posting crap on the uh, YouTube, on the Internet. He's got almost 20,000 followers about him shooting things up, blood. Duh. What else do yeah. we need? We, 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 we focus on too many, too many things that are not as important as this. And, and, and the thing is this. We have an intelligence agency that is able to monitor this stuff. We should put it, have hearings in Washington. All these social media companies have to have some responsibility. If you're going to allow this crap to be on your social media, all those people are shot, all those good people, and all these mass shootings, if they're on the, if they're on the social media, they should be able to sue that social media company for allowing these little pieces of garbage to be on their, on their network. Yeah, he's on YouTube, he's on Spotify, and, of course, Twitter and Instagram and all of those things. He's writing songs, and as you say, Bo Deedle, posting videos of himself, or, 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 or images of likenesses of himself, uh, awash in blood after a shooting. Yeah, there was plenty of notice out here that the FBI or somebody dropped the ball on. He could have been, uh, he could have been, he could have been red flagged, if you will. And he wasn't. Yeah, but but if, but if it was if it was something that has to do with Trump or something like that, they would have massive investigations going yeah. on. But I call upon, and what we should do is we should be able to have people who are victims of these mass shooters that they should be able to, if they're on these social medias, they should have the right to sue them. Maybe we hit the uh, their their uh, bank accounts and start having lawsuits against them for allowing this garbage on it. If it was child pornography on there, oh, they'd be cracking down on it. This is the same as child pornography. This is people being murdered. So stop the bullcrap. We can do something with this. Now we got this new gun carry law, which is imbecile in Albany, uh, Hochul. So she comes out with this new law. Now, to carry a firearm, you have to have, should have reasons and all that. You should get licensed. Also, social media checks on that. Also, you should do a real deep background. But people get a gun because they want to protect themselves and their family. Then all of a sudden she comes out with this law. You can't bring the gun into governmental buildings. You can't bring it in schools, subway, buses, medical facilities, 42nd yeah. Street, Times Square. When you go with your kids, you want to carry a gun in Times Square. Exactly. She knocked it all. I was on the phone with a major attorney for New York State on Wednesday when I heard this nonsense was happening. I said, I hope they cut out a thing for retired law enforcement people. And it wasn't in there originally. Then they put it in there that retired police officers 
would be able to carry. If I can't carry my gun. So you're in, saying in that legal, legal guns cannot be carried in those areas? She's saying be. that, yeah. If you, have a, if you have a legal gun permit, John, I, I don't know if you have one, but you can't. I only, I, I've only had it for 40 years. Okay. You can't go to Times Square with the new rules. You can't take the subway, John. You can't go into museums. Uh, are we going to be? Take, is that because we're going to be dangerous to the criminals? Well, this is what they're trying to say. They hey. want to take you and take this Supreme Court rule and squeeze the life out of it. Right. And this is what's going on. Bo, the listen. Idea, I, John, the idea is you're a responsible citizen. You have never shot anybody. But God knows our friend, Mr. Dietz, if you remember, got stuck up and shot in the chest on Park Avenue. Your no, no, no. He's, he got shot in the testicles. Okay, Oof. wherever the hell he got shot, John, you know darn it well. changed his life. Right, and my point is you have a gun permit, and if someone ever goes after your son, your daughter, your wife, you're going to do what you have to do, and you'll explain after the fact if you get stuck up because you don't want your family members to get killed. So this is an asinine. Is that word okay Bo, on the air? No, I don't it, know if it's not, okay. not, it, not only is it okay, it's appropriate, it's perfect. Listen to this. Uh, she, this, 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 there's nobody with concealed carry uh, uh, permits and guns that are committing crimes. Nobody. Now, she was asked about this, this Kathy Hochul-Lew. Cut 31. Bo Dita, listen to this clip. John Katzmatidis, listen to this clip of Kathy Hochul and the question. Cut 31. Go, Lou. Do you have the numbers to show that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? I don't need to have numbers. I don't have to have what? a data point to point to to say that this is going to matter. All I know is I have a responsibility to the people of this state to have sensible gun safety laws. And this one was not devised by the Hochul administration. It comes out of an administration from 1908. I don't need a data point so, to make so the case hear, that I have a responsibility. This. There's no, nobody, the with, nobody with a gun uh, under these concealed carry laws committing crimes. And that was just pointed out to her. 97% of Legal gun owners do, or carry permits do not commit any crimes. And, and she doesn't care. She said, I don't need the numbers. I don't care. I don't care about the this, numbers. This what? Just, this, just shows you, this just shows you what a moron she is. I don't care about the facts. Well, what, what do you care about? All you care about is the negativity to try to go against anybody and to go against the Supreme Court. You don't like it. And that's why all these police officers, this is the stage for the next thing. All these police officers and detectives are getting the hell out of uh, off the police department. And now you have a lot of young guys that really don't have experience. You cannot go to college for experience. You learn it from the guys that have been there for years. When you're a detective, you learn about it. Now, all of a sudden, everybody that killed somebody in Brooklyn is innocent. I think there's 20 people. They're all innocent. You know why? Because of these new tight laws with the DNA. The DNA now is destroying a lot of things because when you have touched DNA, that DNA is on you. All of a sudden, if you have somebody else's DNA on a murder suspect or a person that died, now all of a sudden it, it, you could fog up the uh, conviction, and that's what's going on. I just pray to God that this new Supreme Court judge, Justice, uh, uh, what's her name, Brown, she just got sworn in. Yeah. She has people from law enforcement in her family. I pray to God that she takes every one of these decisions, not in the Democratic, not in the Republican way, but on the justice side of it and rules in favor of the facts 
and what should be there under our Constitution. Yeah, I not don't care happen. if she's a Democrat or a Republican. That's your duty to weigh it out, and that's the most important thing. You know, we just Bye, keep going on and on with these things. And I love my friend Angelo Vivolo, and he's a friend of mine a long time, and I agree 100%. I mean, what in, who are we going to take down? George Washington, if anybody knows about the guy, wants to read about George Washington. He wasn't just a general. He was a point guy. When he went into battle, he was right out in the front. He should have been killed, and he never was killed because he was destined to become the greatest American and become the first president of the United States. Now they want to take his statue down because he owned slaves. Come on, stop the bullshit. Well, we're going to take down Caesar's uh, statue from Caesar's palace. Unbelievable. You know, John, you've been around as long as me. I was just at Geraldo Rivera's 79th birthday yesterday. Is that old? Hampton. What? 79 Is years old. Is that old? old? Oh my God. We my right God. Next, we, we I didn't realize you were that old. We were close to you on Dune Road over there, and uh, Geraldo was there with all his children. It was a beautiful evening last night, and uh, he's just uh, a great guy, Geraldo Rivera. I met him when he was defending the young lords when I was a cop in the 1970s. I didn't like him, but you want to know something? He's a middle-of-the-line guy, and he's, he's a oh. very fine friend of mine. I, I have a lot of respect, and happy birthday. He was born Happy birthday, Geraldo Rivera. Bo. July 4th, he was born. So Bo. now, Bo. this is what Bo. we're dealing Bo. with. Listen. You know, to listen once in a while. Okay. Uh, uh, otherwise, you have a run-on <laughs> sentence. Okay. Uh, tonight at 5 o'clock on my uh, show, we have the uh, he's, uh, he's staying for the whole hour. We have District Attorney Eric Gonzalez, the Brooklyn District Attorney. So if you have any questions, why don't you bring me on? If you have any questions for me to ask him, let me know the answers and questions in advance. If you give me permission, I'd love to come on your show at five o'clock. Well, you know, look, I I I try to keep a civilized situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed, I respect you, and it would be civilized. But I have some important questions. Okay. Yeah, like the, the no Send me jail, those questions no in advance, law. and we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, All guys. Right. Great show. That, love Sa- you guys, and love to us. Uh, crazy Sid. Love to Sid, you, Bo Sid Dito. is enjoying <laughs> life. Indeed, he is yeah. up up in the uh, up in the Jewish uh, Riviera, the uh, Catskill Mountains. Uh, Sid Rosenberg is out. John Katzmatidis is in for him. Bo Deedle, you were great uh, as usual. A great segment. Thank you so much. You Thank are a you great guys. guy, Bo Deedle. Thank you. And uh, tonight at Cats, Cats uh, at Night, you heard it. Eric Gonzalez, the Brooklyn DA, for an hour. That's going to be that's, – that's appointment listening, ladies and gentlemen. Five o'clock, 5 o'clock on 77 WABC on the Bernie and Sid Show. We are coming right back, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it where it is, please. Bernie and Sid in the morning. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis as Sid Rosenberg is on vacation. And we're going to speak next hour to uh, not only Monica Crowley, but also a gentleman who was uh, the interim chief of police in, in a, a town in Illinois. And he's the previous superintendent of the Chicago Police Department. His name is Gary McCarthy. We're going to talk to him. former NYPD. For former NYPD as well. This, this man's been all over the place. He is an authority on uh, things criminal, 
and this massacre yesterday. He has the inside uh, story on it. He's going to give it to us, Gary McCarthy, in the next half hour. Again, uh, Monica Crowley, and uh, yeah, that was a horrible uh, that that massacre yesterday. Pretty much overshadowed the whole day and all the celebrations that uh, followed. In my opinion, I thought uh, uh, it was just so depressing. Uh, six people dead so far. They caught the uh, mutt, the animal, as Bo Deedle pointed out. They co- finally caught him. Uh, he 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 tried to escape. He drove uh, I don't know a few miles, and then he gave up. Just uh, like the coward that he is, just gave up uh, without incident. So he is uh, he is in custody. But we'll find out about his social media pages that Bo Deedle was talking about, and, uh, and 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 the trail that he left. And should they have picked up on it? Should somebody? Did somebody drop the ball? Did the FBI drop the ball once again as they obsess over January 6th to the exclusion of all else? Right here on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis. We're coming right back, ladies and gentlemen. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on that 77 WABC app, ladies and gentlemen, download it. Also, simulcast on an Eastern Long Island News Talk 107.1 FM on this uh, July 5th. Yes, yesterday, uh, yesterday the 4th of July, and it was very celebratory and festive. Of course, the uh, massacre in uh, Illinois overshadowed everything, as we talked about earlier. Uh, Sid Rosenberg on vacation this week, a well-deserved vacation. I'm honored to have in the studio to co-host with me this morning in Sid's absence, uh, the owner and operator of 77 WABC, Mr. John Katsimatidis. Mr. Katz, uh, you must be, uh, I know you were at the church yesterday, the, the, the downtown, uh, the Greek Orthodox Church, the reopening. This week we had the reopening at the Greek Orthodox Church, you're right, but we also have the Clergy Lady Congress, uh, which is... We have 580 churches in the Greek Orthodox Church in North America and uh, nine dioceses. And uh, the, each church has like four or five representatives. And uh, so we have a few thousand people in wow. New York City. Uh, and uh, uh, we, I'm dealing with that all week. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a marveling at, uh, again, as I talked about earlier, your energy. I mean, you did the show yesterday. It was a great show, 4th of July show, the only live show in town, and it was terrific uh, all morning long. But uh, then Cats at Night and, and the church, and, of course, uh, you're going to do Cats at Night again tonight with Eric Gonzalez, the Brooklyn DA, for a full hour at 5 o'clock, which is a must-listen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, get that 77 WABC app. But uh, th- your energy is just uh, just off the charts. I mean, you don't stop, and... Uh, I marvel at it and uh, aspire to have that sort of energy so at some point in my life. But uh, how are you feeling this morning, sir? I feel good. I mean, uh, the, you know what the problem is? I was so tired last night. 
I, I went home after I gave a speech to the clergy lady Congress at uh, at about five thirty. That's why I couldn't be on the five o'clock show yesterday. Uh, and uh, uh, I, you know, I preached unity. Uh, I talked about uh, uh, attack on religion. Remember what we said? Uh, one of the places where they're attacking is religion. And, and you know, I've, I've asked my Democratic friends, why are you allowing these people to attack religion in the Democratic Party? Uh, yes. And uh, I spoke about that. And I spoke about unity. Uh, and it was a short speech, about 10 minutes. Uh, and uh, I was glad to see it was the first uh, clergy lady Congress we had in about four years and uh, because of COVID. And I was glad to see all my uh, old friends and the old um, the bishops. The, uh, the patriarch sent his uh, 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 representative here, and, he, and also the Archbishop of uh, Europe was here. And uh, wow! Yeah, and um, well, yes. We, and we got uh, and I got that going all week. So I'm going to be uh, I'm doing double duty. I'm running my companies, helping at WABC, and doing my my duty to God and my country. You certainly are. You're one hell of a, an American uh, treasure. You are, John Katzmatidis. This radio station, a testament to that, uh, keeping truth out there, uh, you know, this iconic radio station, which without you, Mr. Katz, might not be here, but well, it's we here. Jokingly, uh, Bernie, we jokingly say, but it's more true than not. At the end of our 5 o'clock show, uh, we play the Superman, Superman uh, theme song, and we say, what do we stand for? Truth, justice, and the American, and the American way. way. Yes, and you sir. know something? Those words were so, are so true in, no, in those days, and they should be true right now. And I, well, I don't want to change the American way. We have a great America. And the people that don't like it, leave. You know, exactly. go someplace else. Uh, we'll, we'll buy you one-way tickets to Venezuela. Because why? Why is the United States? If the United States of America is so bad, why are, are people trying to break in here? Nobody's trying to break into Russia. Nobody's trying to break into Iran. Nobody's trying to break into Venezuela. Well, all quite these the, people—quite the opposite. All these people that hate America, forget about picketing. Just leave. We'll buy you tickets. We'll buy you one-way tickets. Yep, yep. But we'll, we'll pack you a lunch and uh, good riddance to you. Yeah, no, but John you don't Katz have to pay us back to the, for the tickets. We're just <laughs> one way and just go. It is, it is such, a, it's such a pivotal moment in uh, this country's history, this country's future right now, right here, 2022, the November election. It really is, uh, you know, despite this uh, massive indoctrination uh, by the woke, the woke people, the woke tards, I call them, in schools, the entertainment, the military. I think I think things are turning around. I really do. I think pe people are experiencing epiphanies. They're realizing what's happening. I believe that. You look at the polls of uh, Latinos, which we, we've talked about before. Uh, Latinos who come from a lot of these impoverished countries, they don't want to. They don't want this place to to to, to turn into where they came from. They don't. They see what's happening. They see the people. The types of people who are tr trying to affect this, but back to communism, or to, not back to communism, but but to, towards communism, uh, here that this that's what wokeism is is communism, and they don't want that. Nobody wants a new liberal world order. They just don't want I've it. I talked to a lot of Democratic friends, and you know we have David Patterson in the studio two three days a week, and and he 
Uh, and he is mad as hell about what's going on in the Democratic Party. And all I'm saying is there's a lot of Democrats that do have common sense, but they don't have the courage. They'd rather get reelected uh, than, than have the courage to stand up to these, uh, uh, these, to crazy. these people. These yeah, crazy, these, these crazy the green zealots and yeah. uh, and don't the forget American- what I said to you. A lot of them, of the the new people that got one, are being funded by foreign money, and the FBI knows and they're looking into it. They're being funded by foreign money. So yeah, you know, read between the lines. You know, I know a few more things that I can't talk about, but. Uh, it's uh, it's horrible. Things. It's very sneaky. It's insidious. It's nefarious, and uh, we have to wake up. I and, mean, uh, you know who's a, a big target right now? Carolyn Maloney, my friend Carolyn. Carolyn has been my friend for for thirty years. A moderate and, Democrat congresswoman. And she was a moderate Manhattan. Democrat. They're forcing her to be more left wing. They're forcing her. Yes, yes. They're, they're and, and they they cave. They people like I don't know her, they, but they rather they get cave. reelected than 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 argue, which is exactly wrong. which is which terribly is wrong. wrong. They're selling out their country because it's, because they're if afraid. They're, if she's running against Jerry Nadler, and Jerry Nadler is my friend, but I think Carolyn Maloney will beat Jerry. Uh, well, let's hope so because uh, there's nobody worse than that guy. I know he's a friend, but. He votes with I the ran, he votes he votes with the crazies. Well, I don't know. He changed. I ran, I ran his campaign along with Scott Stringer in 1984 for borough president. And he was yeah. a smart guy. He was a Stuyvesant graduate. He's a smart guy. Knows everything. But but he changed. And I don't know why why he changed so far to the left. Yeah. Uh, well, politics, I guess, and the pressure. And uh, some people would, would posit, and I, I know he's your friend, but cowardice—they're—they're they're afraid. That's what what afraid means is means you're a coward. You're afraid of these loudmouth crazies who are going to primary you, and uh, you shouldn't be. You should stand up for your country. Buy a bigger baseball bat. You know, that's just a, <laughs> yes. You know, uh, but but it's they'll back down. And let me tell you something. Uh, the FBI should continue to investigate it because some of these people that got elected, the AOC types, the funding came from foreign money. Yes, indeed. See, uh, so what happens is the foreign governments give the money to their their American nationals. In other words, if you're a, a, a American citizen, the foreign government gives it to you and then you theoretically give it legally to the to to the uh, person wow. running for Congress. Yeah, that's some real heavy, uh, deep stuff right See, there. See, you got some. De- de- Listen, uh, we I know stuff that I can't really talk about, but it, that's basically what's happening. You know, the, on the bright side, the number one movie of the summer was Top Gun Maverick, which is unapologetically pro-America. So if you look for signs that things are changing, turning around. Look at that, the number one movie, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, again, very patriotic movie. But right now, uh, Mr. Katz, we have on the line, we have the former, he's the former uh, a police chief in of Chicago, believe it or not, the superintendent NYPD. Of, the, of the Chicago Police Department and the NYPD, and his name is Gary McCarthy, and he's on the line with us right now, sir. You want to say hello to him? Hello, Gary. How hey, are go- you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Tell doing? us about your NYPD position. Uh, 
so I started out, <clears throat> joined in 1981, uh, got very fortunate, went up through the ranks. I caught the, the civil service test uh, consecutively, sergeant, lieutenant, captain. Uh, and then uh, I thought that was the end of my career. And uh, Rudy Giuliani and, and Bill Bratton came to town and they created a meritocracy um, within the NYPD. And I, I ended up as the deputy commissioner of operations. Wow. 25 years in the job. I was, yeah, I ran New York's crime control strategy for seven years. Um, pretty wild when I think back on that. Then I went to Newark. De- deputy, commissioner Newark, of, of deputy commissioner of NYPD. You did pretty well, uh, Gary. Yeah. I, you know, I when I look back at it, I kind of pinch myself. Uh, I ran the Newark PD and I ran the Chicago PD. For a total of 10 years. So. In Newark wow. this morning, we had career. Angelo Vivolo on. And in Newark, the current mayor, what's his name? Uh, I, I can't remember his, his name. His, his name is Roz, Roz Baraka. Is taking down yeah. the Columbus statue. Yeah, well, he's uh, he, he, he's uh, pretty far to the left, let's put it that well, way. Well, as a 28% uh, Italian that I am, I am mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. Yep. Well, they did that all over Chicago also. Um, and the Italians out here are very upset about that, too. And you know what? So am I, because it's it's revisionist history. Um, you know, people, you have to understand the context of what was going on at those times. And, you know, um, they don't. They don't understand the history. Uh, it doesn't mean that it was okay if, if we displaced indigenous peoples, but... Um, I don't know. It's just too much. The joke I'm telling this morning. Well, let's go. Let's go to Las Vegas. Take down Caesar's statue at Caesar's, at Caesar's uh, palace. Caesar's yes. palace. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're on a tear. Uh, it's, it's George Washington. It's Abraham Lincoln. It's uh, Christopher Columbus imposing 21st century standards on past centuries. Not good. Not right. But either way, Gary McCarthy. Uh, listen, we, we we have you on the line to talk about the horrible, the horrific massacre in Highland Park yesterday. Uh, uh, listen, they, they finally caught this animal, and he, he apparently has a social media pass. What can you tell us about the, that massacre yesterday, sir? Well, <clears throat> what, I, what I can tell you is what I always talk about when it comes to these things. The Second Amendment, um, I, I don't understand why in this country, if you're a Republican, you have to believe you have to be anti-abortion and believe in in guns. And if you're a Democrat, then you have to be completely on the other side of the fence. Um, you know, 90 percent of us are in between and it should be a la carte. <laughs> you don't have to swallow Republicans right. whole and you don't have to take Democrats whole. But, uh, you know, the Second Amendment has been completely bastardized, in my opinion. Uh, first of all, it was it was written at a time, again, talking about the, the context of history. It was written at a time that we were talking about a single-shot, smooth-bore, muzzle-loading flintlock, not AK-47s. And it says right to bear arms, right? So what are arms? Arms are bazookas, cannons, and hand grenades also. But you don't see those being sold over the counter at Walmart because it's just not practical. Why on earth? Why on earth? And by the way, I was an NRA member as a kid. I grew up, my dad was a World War II Marine and an NYPD cop. And as soon as we showed any interest in the guns, he took us out. We started shooting. I was on a rifle team at 11 years old. And the NRA used to be about firearm safety. But that's been completely changed. The NRA right now is shilling for the gun manufacturers who are making billions of dollars with a B 
by filling up the legal and illegal market for firearms in this country because of the gaps in the law that allows the transfer illegally of legal firearms. People don't understand this, and, and, the, and the NRA rhetoric has it that we're going to come and take everybody's guns. No, that's simply not the case. But I don't think that it's a bad idea to not let terrorists, criminals, and people who may have mental deficiencies to be able to buy firearms. And, and this is not something that really needs to be debated because the polling says that 90% of Americans believe that those are good things to do. But at the end of the day... Our politicians are being held hostage by the NRA because of their money and their influence, who are shilling for the gun manufacturers, and Americans are dying as a, as a result. Why on earth does anybody need to have an AR-15 in the United States? I just don't understand it. Well, the some Russians people would, are not knocking on the door. Some people would say for protection in rural communities, uh, for example, uh, you, you know, you, the, the response time for police is not three, four, five minutes. It's more like uh, 20, 25, 30. So they would, they, they would make that argument, Gary McCarthy, former NYPD, former Chicago PD, uh, Gary. So, but how do we keep these guns out of the hands of crazies when these crazies, for example, this, this guy, this kid, whatever the hell he was, 22 years old, uh, he had a social media pass. Clearly he was out of his mind. He was sick in the head. It was clear on, on these social media pages. How do we keep the guns out of the, 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 these guys' hands? Well, the, and I don't think we know this yet. I, I haven't seen any trace data based on, on the firearms that they found. I think they only found the rifle. I'm not sure if they found more. But I haven't seen any trace data on it. Um, you know, unfortunately, hindsight is always 2020, right? And we could look back. We could look back at 9-11 and look at all the, all the dots that led up to what was going to happen um, that fateful day. But at the same time, there's got to be some sort of technology with keywords that we can start working on this stuff. But then now what's going to happen is the ACLU is going to jump in and say this is, you know, big government um, intruding on people's rights. So what makes this country great sometimes makes us very vulnerable. And, and unfortunately, um, it's really, in my opinion, it's going in the wrong direction. I, I'm, I'm really fortunate. I have a five-year-old son. Um, and, and I worry about the world that we're turning over to the next generation because, you know, it's not the generation that my father handed me, that greatest generation, the World War II folks who went through the Great Depression, came back and put this country back on the map the way it should have been. Um, it's, it's changed in my time, and, <clears throat> and I worry about where it's going because, again, we have to have reasonable, rational conversations. And if people want firearms um, to protect themselves, I understand that, but I, I don't understand why they have to be assault weapons. They, they were created to fight in combat, M16s, M1s, going back to the M14. All of these weapons were created uh, for combat. I don't think Americans need to have those in their living rooms, under their couches. I, you know, I own a number of handguns, obviously, based on the fact. And by the way, I'm, I'm still I'm back in policing. I took over a small police department in a place called Willow Springs, as a police chief. So I'm kind of back in the game, uh, but at the same time... I, I, I understand um, you were doing too good of a job in Chicago, and so you were doing too good of a job, so they didn't want you. Yeah, well, you know, politics uh, sometimes outweighs performance. And we had 1965 murder rates in, in Chicago when I was the superintendent, 
and since then it's gone up by 100%. So, again, here's an example where the things that I learned in New York City, right, the, the roadmap that we created, the handbook for how to reduce crime <clears throat> that came out of Rudy Giuliani, Bill Bratton, Jack Maple, and so on down the line that we enhanced over the years that, you know, my generation came up in the NYPD. Um, we brought to Newark, and it worked. We brought it here to Chicago, and it worked. And it didn't matter because Rom needed somebody to hang out to dry for the Laquan McDonald shooting, and that happened to be me. So, wow. <laughs> again, it, it's not necessary. And that's, that's what's really troubling to me about all these things that are happening in this country today. They're really not necessary if we could have reasonable conversations. I didn't shoot Laquan McDonald. I wasn't accountable for virtually no. anything that happened during that incident. Question. And, and by the way, that's a failed that's a failed business practice where I'm not accountable. I can't even fire police officers in Chicago as the police superintendent. There's a civilian board that I can make a recommendation to. Yet I'm accountable for their behavior. That's so that's, that's why more 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 black people die in Chicago. More black kids, which is uh, it, it is it is a terrible thing to do, and, and and you know your black mayor there is not doing enough to save those kids' lives. Well, she she's part of the problem. You know, I've been saying it for for years now that we are we're emboldening criminals and hamstringing the police, and now it's it's actually flipped to the fact that the lawlessness in cities across this country, like Chicago, has it that the police are now being assaulted at levels that are unprecedented. Last week in Chicago, we had an ambush. And somebody called 9-11. They called in a, a domestic dispute. The guy waited in the hallway, and when the elevator door opened, he opened up on the police officers who responded. Unbelievable. We That's have, horrible. We have, we have, we have... In, in some of the decent neighborhoods in Chicago, police cars getting overwhelmed by crowds, ripping open the doors and throwing fireworks into the cars with nails attached to them. Those are those are hand yeah. grenades. Just over the weekend, and, and, they, they, they were doing that yeah. uh, in, in Chicago, uh, uh, using right. the fireworks I like RPGs. I have a RPG. last question. When, before we, we get off, we have a last question because I understand we have to take a break. Uh, the, my, my, should somebody... In our system, in our, in our law enforcement system, should have caught this uh, shooter uh, on, on social media. I mean, all the crap he had on social media. Well, you, again, the, I, I'm not a tech guy. I do know this. Um, social media is opening up a whole new front for us in law enforcement that we can monitor people's behaviors. When I was in Chicago, one of the things that that was interesting to me. You, you, you think back to the Sharks and the Jets, right? How they would tag each other's turfs, and that's how they would have fights. They actually do it on social media now. And, and by monitoring social media, we can intervene in some of those gang disputes. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure that with the great capacity that our national security has, we can come up with ways to pick out keywords, identify individuals, and maybe prevent these things from happening. I know, I know post-9-11 in New York, we stopped a whole bunch of terrorist incidents by, you know, doing concrete investigations and working with technology to identify individuals coming from places like Denver to blow up people in New York. So this is certainly possible. Uh, the capacity may have been limited recently based upon, you know, some of, laws are being passed 
that are preventing law enforcement from doing law enforcement. Uh, On the very day, on the very day that the lead news story in the city of Chicago was that all the carjackings, or or virtually all the carjackings, were being done by by kids who were 15 years of age and under. On that very day, Governor Pritzker proudly signed a bill saying that the police could not interview 15-year-olds and under. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) on the very day. It's insanity. It's lunacy. Uh, no, nobody knows what motivates people like Governor Pritzker to sign a bill like that. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Gary McCarthy, though, we're way late, way late, way out of time. Uh, but we appreciate your input and your insight into this horrific massacre yesterday in uh, Highland Park. Thank you so much, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Always a pleasure, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, uh, we're going to speak to Monica Crowley in a little bit. Keep it where it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. As we talk about the shooting in Highland Park, we had our own mass shootings here in New York City. I just tallied the numbers and more than two dozen people were shot, three of them fatally in incidents of gun violence across New York City on this 4th of July holiday into Tuesday. Police say at least 27 people were shot. It happens in 14 separate incidents. I mean, this is so out of control here in New York City. Again, 27 people were shot over this July 4th weekend. And we know historically, as the summer progresses and temperatures get warmer, we're going to see violence increase. And I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I thought Hochul signed this, all this legislation banning guns in, in public places. What, what's going on? What's yeah, well, happening? Those, those are legal guns. Uh, and that all the shootings you just mentioned, I guarantee you every single gun that was used was illegal. Every single one. So she's focusing on the good guys with guns who may prevent crimes, who may actually, you know, in the absence of a police officer, help somebody, help themselves. That's who she's persecuting, targeting, and not the illegal thug on the street. And that's just the, the case with the Democrats. They side with the criminals all the time. And the, the good guys, uh, they, 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 they give a hard time to. I mean, this new gun law that she's, uh, she's trying to thwart, usurp the Supreme Court. I mean, three years of your social media past you have to provide. And if you say something... Uh, I don't know. Let's say you say, let us say you uh, you went to the protest. You didn't storm the Capitol, but you went to the protest on January sixth, just as a citizen for whatever, and you went home. Maybe that's that's reason enough to deprive you of uh, a concealed carry gun. Who knows? I mean, that's the type of harassment that they're, she's proposing, in addition to three years of social media history. Again, targeting good guys and 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 being friendly and coddling the thugs. I mean, and who's to say what social media posting is acceptable or not? That's the problem. I don't have an issue with going back at social media. If you have a history of violence on social media saying you want to kill people, you shouldn't have a gun. But my fear is this arbiter of truth, whoever it's going to be, is going to be prejudicial against people that are conservatives, that are Trump supporters. I mean, we see with this shooter, this Cremo guy. In in Was Chicago, who? they're trying to paint him as a Trump supporter because there are pictures of him yeah. with the Trump flag over his shoulder. There's one of him at a Trump know. rally dressed up as Where's Waldo. But we, we don't know if he was 
trying to make Being fun sarcastic, of the situation. Yes. Exactly, because other videos, the majority of videos, he looks like he's Antifa. He went by the name Awake the Rapper. He's been posting videos online since he was 11 years old. So I want you to take a listen to this clip of one of his rap songs and tell me if you think this is uh, a little bit of a red flag. Take a listen. My destiny. Everything has led up to this. Nothing can stop me, not even myself. Is there such thing as free will? Or has this been planned out like a cosmic recipe? It is what I've been waiting for in the back of my head, ready to be awakened. He's a whack wow. job. The kid was He's a total a, whack job. Total lunatic. Insane. Insane in the membrane, as you they say. You know his father ran for mayor? Yeah, of that particular town, yes, and lost yes. in 20, 2017, I believe. Uh, yeah, no, he's 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 forget a political affiliation. He's just out 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 right insane, just nuts, just a fruit, a, a nutcake is what he is. And again, the, the the social media history here, Kathy Hochul, she's proposing this three year thing. Well, I mean, it's out there. Why aren't they doing it already? Why aren't they? Why haven't they? Like Gary McCarthy said. Some key words you can look for that they post, for example, blood. I don't know the word blood. I mean, he he was awash in blood in one of these postings, and he talked about blood. They could have they could use that as a uh, a key word. Track him down. The FBI could have done that. I mean, if they weren't so obsessed with uh, investigating other dopey things that happened a couple of years ago, I don't know what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I mean, good guys with, should be allowed to have guns. Insane in the membrane types like this guy, not so much. In fact, not at all. Well, I know we got to wrap this up. We had an ATF agent on John John Katzmatidi's show, Cats at Night, and he said, listen, the guns are here. The guns are here. This iron pipeline, everybody keeps talking about. The guns are here. They're already on the streets. They pass them along person to person, this and that. And I guess I can guarantee you 90, no, 100% of these guns that committed these 27 shootings over this 4th of July weekend were done by illegal guns. We already know that 97% of gun crimes that are committed are done by illegal guns. And by the way, I believe, I'm trying to confirm it 100%, but 100% of these victims and suspects were people of color in these incidents here in New York City. So as tragic as what happens in Highland Park is, we're still unraveling what happened there. Could it have been a biased crime? We know some of the victims were Jewish. It's a heavily prevalent Jewish population. This kid was clearly a nut job. By all appearances, it looks like he might have been Antifa, if anything. And he, he went to like these it. rallies. Yeah, he looks Antifa with the purple hair and the tattoos and the symbolism. And the black mask. Yes, he looks Antifa like he was a plant trying to figure things out. But we don't know. We're going to find out. But the bottom line is, if you're really worried about gun violence, we need to focus on what's going on in the inner cities. We need to focus on what's going on in those communities, the gang violence, the drugs, and the constant repeat offenders going on with illegal guns that are already here. So you can throw in all the legislation you want. Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws, New York City, you name it. Philadelphia, and and still we're seeing shooting after shooting after shooting. I'm not talking about this mass shooting with this whack job. I'm talking about everyday right, shootings that we keep seeing happening in the bodegas and all over, and I'm sick and tired of it, but we're going to talk more about the gun violence, crime, the Chicago shooter, 
on the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. Five o'clock tonight, we'll have Professor Alan Dershowitz on with us. Right, John? He may have where stepped we, out of the studio. Oh, uh, where we talk and and our no, motto is uh, I'm here. No, I'm here. Right I'm, uh, uh, Professor Dershowitz is going to be on. Eric Gonzalez is going to be in person. The DA of uh, of Brooklyn is going to be in person in uh, in the studio. Craig Eaton, uh, and uh, we're going to talk about law enforcement, especially what's going on, uh, and, uh, um, and and we may have and Nelson Happy. Uh, will come on. He was dean of the uh, law school at Regent University. And um, we're going to talk about the lawsuit uh, going on with uh, 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 with Newsmax and uh, Fox. And uh, what the heck is going on with that? Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. I know we got to wrap this up. And let me tell you, I know this is on all the TV screens in the Highland Park shooting, which it should be. But where was the Frank James shooting, the subway shooting? Where was that? Where was Waukesha, Wisconsin? Why? Because the suspect doesn't fit the narrative. They were black guys, right? Yeah, and they were yeah. sh- it's, it's disgusting. Exactly. So we have to treat all crimes as horrendously as they are. I wish they would have killed this kid, seriously, because we know he's a loser and a lowlife. But, like, I'm just so tired of the mass media, how they keep portraying all of these incidents depending on who the person is. We should condemn all forms of violence regardless of the color of the person. You tell them, Lydia. Lydia Serrano and the Bernie and Sitch, a great report. Thank you, Lydia. We'll look for you tonight at 5 o'clock on Cats at Night. I want to rock! Bernie and Sid in the morning. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere on that 77 WABC app. Simulcast out on Eastern Long Island, News Talk 107.1 FM. And our next guest, man, she's sharp as a whip. She's the former Assistant Secretary of the Treasury under the Trump administration and, uh, again, host of the Monica Crowley podcast. Monica Crowley, you you, you are sharp as a whip, and uh, you are very you politically astute. But I, I've noticed in recent uh, recent months a, a, a decidedly uh, not harsher tone but a more pointed tone because – Things have gotten really, really serious. Let me just bring you in. Good morning, Monica Crowley, and say hello to John Katsimatidis. Hi, Monica. Good morning. Hi, John. Good morning, Bernie, and thank you for those very nice words. And, yes, you were correct. If you follow my social media, Instagram, Twitter, True Social, I have brought a harder edge to the party, Bernie and John, and it's because we have no more time to mince words or try to pretend things are good. We're in an existential fight for the country, and it's time now to drop all pretense and really take the fight to the end. Monica, yesterday was the Fourth of July Day of Independence, and I was on yesterday, and I was asking the question, are we in World War III right now, That and we don't even know it, a different kind of war? Uh, our borders are under attack. Our legal system is under attack. Our education system is under attack. We are under attack in so many directions. Is there a violin playing behind? The Greeks would say it's a violin playing behind our back. The Chinese say it's the art of war, Sun Tzu, that we're defeating the enemy without them knowing that we're even fighting them. 
You know, it's a great description, John. And when people have talked about World War III in the last couple of months, it's been in the context of what's going on in Eastern Europe with Russia and Ukraine uh, dragging the the world into what looks like a world war. But your description, I think, is more accurate, which is that we are facing both external forces and internal battles being waged against us by our own government. You know, what's, what's really frightening to me, and I, I get a question a lot about what scares me, you know, what keeps me up at night, what I think is the worst thing that's going on right now. And my answer is that the, the fact that the left, not just under Biden, but for many years, has weaponized our own government against us, is literally the worst thing that could happen to this country. And the result is all of the catastrophic policies, John, that you just laid out. So we've got a weakening economy. We've got skyrocketing inflation, sky-high gas prices, a supply chain crisis, a labor crunch. We've got a military that is woke and falling apart. We've got the bad guys advancing all around the world. We've got a wide-open border with all of the problems that that involves. The list is endless. It is World War Three. It is World it War III. Really and, and it's and being my, against us, John. And Monica, where we were on Saturday night, I, I believe you were there. And, you know, a lot of our, our, our Democratic friends are walking around with a, with a face that says, oh, everything's great. They're tiptoeing through the tulips. Well, you know, I, I don't know who you're talking to, <laughs> John, but I know a lot of Democrats are more quiet than saying that things are so great because they know if they're honest with themselves, they know that things are not great. They're disastrous, but they also don't want to pick on their own side. The the problem here for the Democrats is we're still in a relatively democratic system and they are going to have to pay the price for these catastrophes come November and then going into 24. So what they're trying to figure out is how to mitigate the damage politically to them. But keep one thing in mind, guys, and this is a really important point. The the Democrat Party of today is not the Democratic Party of your father or your grandfather. This is not the party of Bill Clinton or JFK. Not even Bill Clinton's Democratic Party. Exactly, John. This is a party of Marxist revolutionaries. And the loudest one She's breaking up, uh, Monica Crowley. You, Can you, you hear you, me? You broke up there for a moment, uh, repeat, Monica. Repeat just, your last sentence. Yeah, yeah, please. So, so I was just saying that the Democratic Party of today is a party of Marxist revolutionaries. And the loudest voices are those like AOC, but the entire party is driven by them. And so what you've got now is this ideology that trumps everything, including delivering for the American people, because they want to change our entire system. So if they have to lose some elections, like they're going to lose in November, assuming all these races are clean. But if if they have to lose a couple of elections here and there, that is the price that they are willing to pay for the longer term project of remaking America. Wow, that's amazing, because it is shocking some of the things they do. And the enemy, as you point out, Monica Crowley, on the Bernie and Sid show, Mr. Katsimatidis, the enemy is within. I mean, you have this massive indoctrination by it's these within, woke people but somebody, yeah, in, in Bernie, schools, in somebody, the military, as you point out. Somebody it, is paying those people. 
Well, true. There's but a the, lot of money. You know, uh, follow the money. Well, follow the money, but follow the politicians. Look at what Joe Biden has done to inc- to, to uh, instigate inflation, to increase inflation, the price of gas at the pumps. Look what he did. He's crushed the energy sector. He's committed su- economic suicide in this country intentionally, him and uh, the, the people who handle him. I mean, that's by design. No, Monica? Yeah, so the the two phrases you just used, Bernie, are absolutely on point, by design and intentional. When I hear people talk about this administration's incompetence, I want to scream because this is not incompetence, although Joe Biden is mentally incompetent. But the people around him are not, and they also, also are not stupid. They know exactly what they are doing. This is about the deliberate destruction of the free market in this country so that they can replace it with this neo-communist model. This has been going on for yep. a long time. It did not originate under Joe Biden, right? We saw it in the Obama years, and we've seen it for a long time. But this is, this is all about provoking a collapse. This is about overwhelming all of America's systems, economic. This is what the border is all about. Flood the system in order to collapse it so that they can then run to the rescue with their great reset. Uh, set of policies, which is economic Marxism and cultural Marxism. It is about destroying the country in order to remake it in their own image. That is so well said and so uh, so frightening at the same time. You had them uh, last week. You had the, this one guy, this economic advisor to uh, the, the imbecile Biden. Uh, he, 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 he said what, what some people are saying, the quiet part out loud, which is we need to uh, suffer high gas prices and inflation in, in order to uh, instill this new liberal world order. He used those words, this guy Brian yeah. Deese, a new liberal world order. This is the great reset that you're talking about, I believe. Yes, that, that's exactly right. And look, John will appreciate this point because he's in the energy business. The reason that the left keeps focusing on the energy sector is not necessarily because of climate or the environment, although they give lip service to that, and I guess they care about it on some level because they want their Green New Deal. But take that one step further. Why do they want the Green New Deal? They don't give a flying wit about the environment. They want the Green New Deal because the energy sector is the biggest sector of them all. It is the biggest lever available to them to re-engineer the entire U.S. economy. That's why they're focused on it. And from an international level, if they destroy American capitalism, replace it with this neo-communist model, then they've got the rest of the West and then they've got the rest of the world. This is why the Chinese are all for it. This is why they're all pushing this model, because they want this global system under this great reset. And the energy sector in the United States is the key to all of it. And, John, that's why you're seeing all this unfold. Yeah, no, listen, if you're listening to Monica Crowley right now and you're not paying, you're saying, wow, these people are conspiracy, conspiracy nuts. You're sleeping because this is happening under your nose. And this November, we we have to turn out and vote, send an unequivocal message. We're taking this country back. But you say, Monica, that might not even be enough as well, right? Well, November is the first step. But, you know, and, and look, I say, assuming all these races are clean, you know, if you can volunteer for your local 
uh, election board, monitor these elections, all of that would be very helpful. Um, but I think overall, we've got to stop looking to our politicians. We need people who think like this, us in power, for sure. From the president all the way down to your school board, run for your school board if you can, get involved locally. But we have to start looking to ourselves um, in order to bring pressure to bear on the entire system, not just well, politics, but the culture and every other direction. Monica, talk about pressure. Maybe we should put out, I was thinking about it, and we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, a $1,000 reward on anybody caught, with, for, uh, turns in anybody that, uh, on fraudulent uh, voting. And maybe a, a fifty thousand or hundred thousand dollar reward on any uh, on any f- uh, fraudulent voting in masses. You know, it's a great idea, John, because we are still um, a free enterprise system, even yes. though the left is trying to crush it. Well, the money is the look what look what uh, well, look what's his, what what is what's his name did in uh, they got it from Facebook uh, in twenty twenty one Zuckerberg. Yeah, I mean he yeah. put out. $400 million in five yeah. states. I, let me say great. that again. $400 million in five states. Yes, money is still a great motivator. So all of those people carrying out the fraud got paid. So your idea, John, is actually a very good one to counter all of this, which is we should incentivize honesty on our side. Incentivize honesty. Turn in. We'll, we'll pay the in. reward. Turn in anybody trying to, to create a fraud. Absolutely. I love that idea. But our side really needs to get involved to do that. So get involved locally. Volunteer for your school board. Run for your school board. Uh, election monitors and observers. We need lawyers on our side watching all this stuff unfold. Look, what happens in November, John and Bernie? It needs to be an extinction-level event for the Democrats, not just a red wave, not just a red tsunami. I'm talking an an extinction-level event, an ELE. If we don't don't balance out President Biden uh, from all the, the dumb things that are being done to our country, we're making the American people poorer and the rest of the world richer. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's their objective. So we need to stop it dead in our tracks. And if we can get control of Congress, again, it's a first step, because what we need them to do after they get control in both houses, hopefully, is just to stop the entire Biden legislative agenda, stop all of the spending. We won't be able to stop the executive side, his executive orders, which are insane, which the the Supreme Court now is stopping Uh, Thank goodness all of these executive agencies like the EPA and the CDC stop them. They are grossly overreaching, but we need to stop them and we need to do investigations into all of their criminal activities. The other thing the SEC is doing, and uh, Billy Billy Siegel, uh, your friend, should know about it, is any companies, the SEC is telling the major banks that any companies that are in the fossil fuel business, there is no such thing as fossil fuel, the oil business, that you have to curtail lending to them. In other words, the SEC is forcing the banks to go woke. Yes. So this is ESG, and John, you know this very well, being in the oil business and the energy sector. This is ESG, which is ruin, ruining American 
capitalism. It's a few companies on top like BlackRock and a few others that are very powerful. They have so much money under management that they have the power to dictate all the way down the capitalist food chain, right? All the way down to the consumer. But this is a CCP, Chinese Communist Party, style social credit system. And it is all around us, and the American people are still slumbering through all of this. Right. But they are the ones ultimately who are paying the price, whether it's at the gas pump or with everything they buy, because energy is built into every item that you consume. So you better wake up and understand what's really going on here. Exactly right. So well said. And, and the Chinese buying up a lot of farmland in the Midwest. What the hell is going on there? Uh, Monica Crowley, former Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, host of the Monica Crowley podcast. She's brilliant, and folks, you, you should listen to her. She's, her insights are right on the money. Uh, we're, we're in trouble. Get out there and vote in November. Monica, thank you so much for appearing on the Bernie and Sid Show with Mr. Katsimatidis. Thank you, Monica. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On the Bernie and Sid Show, uh, we're going to come right back. After a news break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Beat Bernie and a lot more to come on the Bernie and Sid Show. Keep it where it is. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid. God help you. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here on the Bernie and Sid Show, where we are free. That's right. Sid is free. He's on, on vacation. My buddy, my partner, Sid Rosenberg, up in the, uh, well, they call them the Irish Alps and the Jewish Alps, the Catskill Mountains, depending on where you are. But either way, he's uh, he's on vacation. And Mr. Katsimatidis, John Katsimatidis, the Catman, is uh, co-hosting. In he's in the bullpen. He's in the studio. I have the honor of co-hosting the show with John Katsimatidis, and uh, done the, the, the bang up terrific job as he did yesterday hosting the show on the Fourth of July. Hey, uh, John, I know you didn't get a chance to see this uh, this uh, hot dog eating contest. Coney Island, you, you own some very beautiful apartments out in Coney Island, and uh, they had the hot dog eating contest. And the the uh, the dude uh, Joey Chestnut, he's the champ. He's the reigning champ, and he won yesterday again. But uh, And I was prepared to come on and, and talk about what a cheesy, a gross event this hot dog eating contest was. But Joey Chestnut showed up, by the way. Or what, he, he was using crutches, and I'm wondering, who's the competition, Tanya Harding? But uh, anyway, the poor guy, he's, he's in pain with his broken leg. He's slugging down these hot dogs, and some protester gets up on TV, on live TV, on ESPN, right in front of him. And he actually puts him in a, in a what they call a rear naked choke, and tackles this idiot to the ground, and then continues to eat the hot dogs and wins the title. And I say, you know, move over, uh, move over, Aaron Judge, move over, uh, I don't know, DJ Lemayhew, uh, Francisco Lindor. This guy, this guy is the uh, the greatest athlete in New York City. 
Joey Chestnut. A credit to him. I'm not, I'm not sure a great athlete at eating hot dogs, but uh, I know. I look. I, uh, I love Nathan's hot dogs. So uh, they are delicious. You They're know, great. I, I thought I was overdoing it if I ate three. I know, but sixty-three. I mean, it is. It is something else that the guy was. I just saw him. He was just on Fox. Believe it or not, I don't know how he's not. You know, over a toilet bowl right now. Uh, you know, taking care of business, but. He did that yesterday with the uh, with the protester, and for that reason, I sarcastically say, "Move over!" But uh, the greatest athlete. But it is one hell of a, a, a video clip to watch. You can go to the Bernie and Sid media pages, uh, the social media pages, and watch it. It really was a, a terrific moment. And and, and uh, I also watched the Macy's fireworks last night on NBC. Now NBC is a very woke organization, as everybody knows, as you know, uh, John. And uh, but they did a great job last night, you, you know, a really patriotic job. Uh, happy Fourth of July, God bless America, that type of th- stuff. It was really good until they did the music, and then they, you know, no no military music, no John Philip Sousa. They're playing Oye Como Va, which is a great song, but uh, and not conducive necessarily to the fireworks. So that would be my only criticism. But I was shocked. Are, you, are we talking about the Macy's? Uh... Yes, the Macy's. Yeah, I, fi- I, the truth is, I slept through it. My wife said to me that she saw it and she was very disappointed. Uh, the music was not conducive to uh, America. They're trying exactly. to be more of a woke culture. They don't want to ins- insult the woke culture. Then it goes back to courage. Where's Macy's courage? I don't mind if you do a few of each. You know, I'm an open-minded person, uh, but, but do some traditional uh, music yeah, for yeah. Fourth of July. Stars and Stripes, come on, where is it? They didn't do it. They didn't do it last night. Uh, then, NBC. Then don't shop Macy's. Uh, yeah, but but they did. No, gotta, the war goes both ways. Absolutely right. The, the art of war. Don't shop Macy's if they're <laughs> only trying to appease. They're only trying to appease the world culture. Well, the rest of us don't shop Macy's. We call him John Zoo, not John Katz, but John Zoo, the art of war against Macy's. Don't shop because they went woke with the music last night. But overall, it was it was pretty patriotic. And then they came on. Uh, they did. They they show the only transgender firefighter in the New York uh, in the NYFD, uh, some Bronx firefighter. Uh, that was the only uh, sort of out of left field type of thing they, they showed last night. But. Overall, it was pretty good, except for the music. The music was woke, and for that reason, we're not going to shop. The visuals were great. Uh, now, listen, uh, John Katsimatidis, we talk a lot about President Biden and how incompetent he is, and uh, and you heard Monica Crowley. It, it is actually by design, but uh, he is still incompetent. He's sort of out of it. In this clip, he tried to describe America in one word, and uh, the results, well, I guess they were, if it wasn't so serious, it would be funny. Cut number two, please, Lou. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him, uh, foot, foot, <laughs> You know, that, that's an actual clip. That is actual clip. America can be defined. <laughs> please play it one more time, Lou, because my, my stomach is hurting. I can't really talk. Uh, cover me. Play it one more time, please. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot, foot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So that's who we, that's the leader of the free world, ladies and gentlemen. That's the, a man who is intentionally crushing our economy by not 
uh, drilling for oil by not building the Keystone Pipeline. Your gas prices are five, six dollars a gallon. Inflation is out of control. But and we he- made Russia richer. We're making Iran richer because we're going to be buying it from them too. We're yeah. making Saudi Arabia richer. We're making Venezuela richer. I mean, wh- where is his head? Why exactly. aren't we buying it from Canada and Alaska? Or making it ourselves, producing it. We yeah. can, we can produce pro- 20 million barrels a day and become self-sufficient in North America. And, and you know the- what would happen then? And I've said it a million times, but I'll say it one more time. Yeah. Then the Fed does not have to raise interest rates and break the rest of the country. Now, if he doesn't open up North America on oil, the alternative is the Fed raises interest rates and breaks the rest of the country. And that, that's the, what he expressly intends to do, just that. And by the way, uh, producing the oil here will create so many jobs, too, on top of everything else. But also there's the, the Ukraine factor. What is going on with Ukraine? Remember, Ukraine was where he, uh, his son, Hunter, worked in a, in a, in a gas company, uh, an energy company, Burisma, made a lot of money, and Joe Biden uh, extorted them. I uh, remember that the, the, the son of a well, son of a bitch clip. Uh, so there's something going on with the Ukraine. We have sent them $54 billion so far, $54 billion. While we're experiencing rampant inflation, that contributing to it, he was asked about all this last week was uh, Joe Biden in, in Spain. Cut number four, please. I'd love, love to get your thoughts on this, Mr. Katsimatidis. Cut number four, please, Louis. And how long is it expect, uh, fair to expect American drivers to continue to pay a premium because of this war? Let me hear this, the, the second part of the question was, would it bring down the price? How, will it bring down prices? And the war has pushed prices up. They could go as high as $200 a barrel, some analysts think. How long is it fair to expect American drivers and drivers around the world to pay that premium for this war? As long as it takes. You know, as, I, I, our old friend, uh, he's full of crap. You can't, you can't say it any other, other way. Yeah, we yep. can bring the price of oil down. All we have to do is open up Canada, open up Alaska. By the way, Bernie, in case you don't know, our pipeline in Alaska, owned by the United States, is 2 million barrels a day. At one time, we were shipping 2.2 million barrels a day. You know what we're shipping now? 375,000. I mean, it's our it's, own fault. It's we suicide. Are, we are hurting our own country and helping other countries. Yeah, and he doesn't care as long as it takes. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I, I just you can't doesn't pass the smell test. That's the no. nicest way I can say it. The, it doesn't pass the smell test. Something is rotten in Washington. They used to say something is rotten in Denmark. Well, something is rotten in Washington. I think if the voters uh, had a chance, they'd vote for lower gas prices over-subsidizing a war in Ukraine that we don't care a rat's ass about. And this guy, for some reason, because he's compromised, let's face it, he's compromised, I'll say it, so, uh, that, that's why he's pumping money into it, laundering money into the Ukraine, and the American people are suffering, and he says as long as it takes, he does not care. That is our leadership uh, in, down in Washington. Something s- smells... You're exactly right, Mr. Katsimatidis. And then you had his economic advisor. This guy was asked about the same thing on one of the Sunday morning shows. Or actually, it was CNN last week. 
His name is Brian Deese. This is a very important clip of Brian Deese, Joe Biden's economic advisor. Cut number nine, please, Louie. The military analyst, the director of national intelligence, uh, they say that this could be a long ye a war measured in years. And I think everybody understands why this is happening. But is it sustainable? What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five dollars a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. The future of the liberal world order. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think there's something nefarious afoot, uh, you you got your head in the sand. You really and, do. And, and Bernie, uh, I you know we we talked to both of us talked to so many people. I forget who I talked to. And yeah. when I asked a friend of mine at the White House, you ready? You ready for this one? Yeah. Why are we not bringing oil prices down? You know what he said? Well, we figure with higher oil prices, people will will buy electric cars more. Uh, yeah, that, I believe that. I mean, that, that's their intention. At least uh, he's being honest, uh, just like this guy. Well, it's great. Electric cars are great for China and Korea and exactly. Germany. You know why? They have no oil. We have all the oil. Yep. We have 100 years worth of oil in, in North America. So they're full of crap. Plus, we don't have the infrastructure for electric cars, and we don't have it. We're not ready for it yet. Let's, let's we do. We don't have the infrastructure to make that much electricity. And you know the electricity we are making because we're not using nuclear. We're we're getting all the electricity from fossil fuels. We coal from, from coal and coal. Yeah. And you know what China is doing? In case and nobody knows, they're building a hundred and fifty. New, new coal uh, energy facilities a year, every year. Now, the, 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 the thing with, with John Kerry, and John is a friend of mine, but he says, let's cut down on uh, pollution, no more coal. What is, why doesn't he tell that to China? Yeah, or, or, or admit that his electric vehicles... I mean, vehicles this is plain common sense. We are being... Our, our country... He has two hands tied behind their back. How how can we allow that to happen, Bernie? No, it's a great question. We're not going to allow it. We're going to turn out in great numbers this November and turn the ship around. We're gonna. That's how it starts. That's how it starts this November. That's the first thing we can do, and I think people are starting to wake up to it. I hope so. I look at the polls and you see certain ethnicities are on mass are turning against the, you know, the woke tards, the, the liberals, the Democrats. The Democrats, who, by the way, the traditional Democrats, as you point out, uh, John Katzmatidis, they're afraid. They're, af they're afraid to speak up. They know that the things are afoot. Something bad is going on, but they're afraid to speak out because they're afraid of this, uh, you know, the AOCs, the, the crazy, the leftists, the green zealots out there. They're all afraid. And, uh, and and by the way, Joe Biden, he needs to be replaced. He, he does. You have this uh, Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. I realize that. I respect the presidency of the United States, but Joe is not ready for this. I mean, we could put on Al D'Amato, who knows Joe intimately, the president. He, he, he was Al D'Amato's best man at his wedding just a few years ago. Yes, yes. So, yeah, he knows him, and... Uh, he knows he's a coward, that he's, he's changed his stripes. He, you could play clips of him from uh, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago even, 
and he, everything he's cha- he's changed. He's uh, devolved, not evolved, devolved into this uh, this woke, useful idiot. This uh, that's what Joe Biden is right now, and he he, he rambles as I pointed out. One word for, to, to describe America is we got to get rid of him. But I know Kamala Harris is waiting in the wings. She's not much better. As a matter of fact, uh, here she is talking, uh, if you will bear with me, uh, John, Kamala Harris. Uh, cut 12. Uh, change it up. Play cut 12. Kamala Harris. This is this, this genius talking about climate change. Cut 12. Go ahead. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. (laughs) With that, I thank you all. This is a matter of urgent priority for all of us, and I know we will work on this together. Can Bernie, anybody Bernie, decipher what she the said? The nicest thing I could say, I, I've had lunch with uh, uh, Mrs. Harris. And really? Before, yes. Um, right on uh, the Lamani restaurant on 50th and, uh, in Rockefeller Center. Uh, and she's a nice lady, but she's not ready for prime time. Not, a, not even close. No, she... Uh, she this she, was a political... Uh, it was done politically... That, yeah, uh, it was done for really identity politics reason. Let's face it, because of uh, you know her sex and her color and all that stuff. Joe Biden made no bones about it with the Supreme Court justice, but it, it was the listen, same case with. I don't with care Kamala. about sex. I don't care about colors. I just want qualified. Nor should you. I want qualified people to run it, our country. Exactly right. Because you know, like Buttigieg, he can't run a one-car funeral procession. <laughs> No, he can't, and yet he's the transportation secretary. Why? Because he was uh, young and he was openly gay. That's why. he was. Uh, let's face it, that's why they picked him. And I that's don't his... care of, of gay people. It doesn't bother no, me. No, no, me neither. But he's got to be qualified. Exactly, exactly right. Listen, just to, as, as we go out of the segment, uh, John, just to, to lighten up a little bit, here is a, a woman doing a Kamala Harris impression, which is, is very, very amusing. Uh, this is I saw this online, a Kamala Harris impression, cut number 13. Go ahead, Lou. If you wake up, okay, and don't want to smile, if it takes a little while, okay, uh, listen, open your eyes, okay, and look at the day, okay? You got to look at the day. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and listen, you'll see things in a different way. Um Listen, full stop. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop, because it'll soon be here, okay? <laughs> it'll soon be here. <laughs> yeah. It'll be here better than before, okay? Yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone, okay? It's gone. <laughs> and listen, full stop. It is gone. Yeah, yeah. that's funny, man. <laughs> that is funny right there. Kamala Harris impression. I don't know who that lady is. No, no, nobody's been able to locate her, but uh, that is damn good. Uh, we're in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be the next president of the United States when Joe Biden uh, finally fades or whatever, whatever he does on the Bernie and Sid show with John Katzmatidis. We are coming right back after these very, very short messages, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it where it is. 
Bernard McGurk. Unacceptable is throwing your beer can on the subway tracks. <laughs> Sid Rosenberg. I don't believe it's a three-man race. Bernie and Sid in the morning. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show with John Katzmatidis as Sid Rosenberg vacations up in the Catskill Mountains. John Katzmatidis, of course, the host of Cats at Night at 5 o'clock on 77 WABC. And tonight, Bernie, uh, I would commit suicide if I had to spend a week in the Catskill Mountains. Oh, really? You hate the Catskills? Uh, No, I don't hate the Catskills. It's, It's just, you know, I'm used to having action. I, yes. You know, I mean, I can I can do it for a long weekend. Right. It is kind but of slow. But to do it for a week, oh, my God. Uh, you know, too- I, I went up there. I went up to the Catskills uh, last year for some reason, and those people up there don't have two nickels to rub together. No, it's very it's de- sad. It's very, very poor. Very, yes. I don't know if it's gotten any better since the casino opened. No, it hasn't. It has not. I can tell you that... Uh, First hand, my, my, my dad lives up in the Irish Alps. The southern Catskills are what they call the Jewish Alps. The northern Catskills. South Fallsburg was the Jewish Alps, right? Yes, indeed. South Fallsburg, Monticello, Woodbridge, Mountaindale, etc. And then uh, up in Ellenville and up in uh, East Durham, Greenville. Those are called the Irish Alps. Alps. Very depressed in both areas. Very depressed. All the resorts have closed down. And uh, they need to. What they need to do, uh, John, is to, to to open the energy sector up there. They need to start fracking. Is what they need to do. That would rejuvenate well, the area like nothing else. What I've been talking about fracking on the Pennsylvania border, where they're, they're fracking, on the Pennsylvania side, they're buying Cadillacs and Mercedes Benz and Lincoln Continentals. Yes. On 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 the New York State side, they're driving fifty six Chevys. Exactly right. Yes, they and the '56 Chevys are—they're not clean. They're dirty, and it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, it's really a sad state to be serious. That this government, with all those uh, precious resources right underneath our feet, are, are are allowing them to go unused and these people to suffer like that. When, as you point out, you cross the border, and it's like it's like South Korea and North Korea. Uh, you go from uh, North Korea is New York State. And uh, South Korea is Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, that's where the lights are on and the riches are b- being had. And uh, not... not and, and let me give you one more number, because we've got to keep reminding all the people of this number. New York, if you live in New York City, the New York State, New York City border, for 20 million people, the budget is $320 billion. Wow. Florida has 20 million people. The budget for the whole state is a hundred billion less. No, no, it's less than a hundred billion. So there's two hundred and twenty billion difference. Where the heck is the money, Bernie? Where, Where the is heck it? is the money? You know, I like to keep it simple. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. Where is? Where the hell is it? And then what are we spending it on? What are we doing here? I mean, it's just uh, that's why people are fleeing left and right. You know, that's why they're going to Florida. Excuse me. So who's going to bail out Illinois and, and New York 
when when I, I hate to say when they go bankrupt, but if they keep if people keep moving out that pay the taxes, and they're moving people in from Central America that we're paying them to move back in again, so the population role doesn't look different. Right. Uh, yeah. At some point, you're going to run out of money. Oh, absolutely. What happens and, then? And, yeah, you, you can't, uh, unlike the federal government, states can't uh, do deficit uh, lending or whatever it's called. In other words, yeah, they just go bankrupt. And who's going to, who, who pays the pensions then? Uh, what happens then? You Exactly right, John Katzmatini. I don't time, have the answer. You know what it's called? It's a time bomb. It really is. It's slowly ticking time bomb. And it's going to go off here at some point. Uh, but fl- that's why you have to, you know, you vote for Lee Zeldin to start in November. Stop this one-party rule. Stop it right now. First of all, uh, uh, Governor Cuomo, he shut down all the, uh, not only would he, 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 he won't allow fracking, he won't allow pipelines to be built, and he shut down the, the, the Three Mile Island. He, sh- shutting down, he shut down the, our nuclear power plants for the most part. I know he's gone now, but uh, Kathy Hochul, she's no better. She is no better. She is just as bad. She may, may as well be a clone of his. She's as corrupt as he was. And uh, play this clip, cut 14. Uh, this will forever be a stain on the, uh, uh, as if Andrew Cuomo needed any more stains. Cut 14, Andrew Cuomo, about three or four years ago, talking about the United States of America. Listen to this. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. It was never you that know, great. I don't know do why like he that? would say that. I think his father would be very disappointed if he heard his son say that. Well, don't you think? Absolutely. Mario, you know, they, they came from nothing in Queens. They owned a, a grocery store in Queens, did the Cuomos. And Mario could have been the next president. He was destined to be the next president, except for uh, George Bush 41 was so popular that they thought he would uh, that he would win in a landslide. So Mario, opted I will out. tell you something else. He could have been a Supreme Court justice. True. Uh, you yes. know, you know how close I was to President Clinton, and he called and he said to me that he called Mario Cuomo to offer him the job several times, and Mario, knowing what the call was about, did not return President Clinton's call. Wow. Any insight as to why? That's inside information. Oh, wow. That's very, very enticing. Very, what a tease. What a tease, John Katsimatidis. I, I'm interested in the answer. I really am because that's history. That's, uh, I will Andrew tell you off, oh, off, off radio the answer the reason. Okay. I look forward to that. I can't wait to hear it. But, uh, yeah, Mario was uh, – so, so, in other words – his father, Andrew's father, could have been president of the United States, could have been a Supreme Court justice, and you say that America was never that great? I mean, you know— His father would be very disappointed, and I'm disappointed and he would say that. Yeah, it, it is very sad. So you have a big show tonight, uh, John Katzmatidis, Cats at Night. Uh, you're going to have the DA of Brooklyn, Eric Gonzalez, is going to, to be a guest for a full hour. And now that's that's appointment listening. And Alan Dershowitz, we're going to have a law a law enforcement luncheon. Alan Dershowitz to talk about what the heck is going on. Uh, Nelson Happy is going to be talking about uh, uh, the lawsuits against uh, Fox and Newsmax, and um, and uh, the DA from uh, Eric Gonzalez, the DA yeah. from Brooklyn. 
who supports, I believe, the DA from Brooklyn, and he's a di- district attorney. I believe he supports these no no cash bail laws, these no jail, no cash bail laws. Well, so tune be, in and find out. I can't wait. I I, I got to tell you, I'm really going to do that as I, I normally do as well. Uh, John Katzmatidis, we need a we need a caller for Beat Bernie one eight hundred eight four eight WABC one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. It won't be me because I can't beat you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not not so sure about that. But uh, John Katzmatidis, uh, are you going to stick around? I, I mean, you, you, uh, well, you... if you guys go into that, maybe I have a staff meeting for Gristidis uh, up upstairs. I may go up to that. Well, listen, you were great this morning. You were great yesterday morning. You were fantastic. You are uh, you are the embodiment of the Fourth of July here well, in New I York enjoy, State, Bernie. I enjoy doing the, the show with you. We uh, we have very great discussions uh, on uh, on things. And by the way, don't tell Sydney. Keep it a secret. Our ratings are higher than ever. Ha 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 ha! It's between you and I, as as is the Mario Cuomo conversation. Uh, that that going to be between us anyway. John Katzmatiz. What an honor and a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll, we will speak to you again probably tomorrow. But uh, I'll be in the here meantime, bright and early tomorrow. Uh, I'll be here. Uh, I guess uh, you like to do that monologue to 6 to 6.30, so I'll be here at 6.30. My, I look forward to it, John. Thank you so Take much. Care. Now it's time to beat Bernie. It's time to beat Bernie. Sponsored by Fearless Boilers and Pavilion Tankless Water Heaters. You can beat Bernie. All right, all right, all right. Jesus. Shut up! How many times do I have to hear that? Every day, I guess, right? Pretty much. That's the sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's how the business works. Yeah. Anyway, it is time to be Bernie on this July 5th, uh, the day following Independence Day. I don't know what you want to call that, but... Uh, I think everybody's just got a bit of a July 4th hangover, if you will. I'm your host, uh, what is that, Lewis? What? Justin Gregorian Calendar. That's yes. me. Yeah. yeah that's I am your host, uh, Justin Ellick, the fine, very fine, extremely fine executive producer of this fine, fine program. Oh, my. Everything's very fine on this Tuesday morning. The game sponsored by Peerless Boilers and Pavilion Tankless Water. Here, just go to peerlessboilers.com or pavilion for a dealer near you. Peerless Boilers, America's best built. Boilers, thanks to the great and very handsome Pete Morgan. He's fine. Yes, he is. He's very fine. Uh, today, the contestant here, let me look at my screen, Mike in Long Island. What's going on, Mikey? Hey, not much. Uh, I'm, actually, I'm right out here in Bernie's neck of the woods. I'm out in the Oceanside. How about that? Not too far from where he, he resides. But I'm traveling around doing my sales for HVAC, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I am. All right. Very cool. Yeah, in the HVAC business. How's that? Uh, is it going all right for you? A lot of moving around? Yeah, very Yeah. Very busy. Very busy. Yeah. Well, busy. well, you're doing uh, you're doing some good work out there. You're making the community a better place. So. Justin has no idea what you do. No, I don't. He has no idea. No, no. Nope. Air conditioning. Air conditioning. <laughs> All right, there we go. Here we go. We're keeping we're keeping the people cool. We're keeping the no. It's very cool, it's very very important what you do. It's summertime and uh, everybody's out here That's sweating. It. So uh, you know. Yeah, not too. Yeah, yes, yeah, you keep it breezy. You keep it breezy there, Mike. Mike and Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Doyle, rule. Let's see how oh. cool I am after these five questions. All right, stop. Right, well, stop making me laugh, Mike. Come on, Mike. Let's yeah, talk. you're making me laugh, and uh, you know, we got to get into the game here. You Don't ready to go? You ready to go? Go for it. All right, yep. here we go. Number one, due to growing responsibilities of the Attorney General, Congress established what 
Cabinet Department on June 22, 1870. Ooh, Cabinet Department. Mm. Uh, Department of Justice? Oh, my God. Did, did you guess that, Mike? <laughs> well, I kinda, I'm kind of like Bernie. I kind of just do... All right, slow your roll. Slow your roll. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. You're like, you got one, you, one yeah. yeah, you got one right. We'll see how you do with the remaining four. Here we go. Number two. On October 5th, 1877, the Nez Perce tribe surrendered to General Nelson Miles about 30 miles from the Canadian border. Who was the Nez Perce chief who surrendered to General Mills? Good luck with this one. Jesus Damn Christ. Right. Uh, G- Chief Winnicaca, who the hell? That one should have been a multiple <laughs> choice. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chief jo- Chief Joseph Joseph is the correct answer. Oh, Chief Joseph. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you're, you're, good, you're good buddy, Chief Joseph. Yeah. All right. Uh, one for two. Number three. A country included in the G7 group of nations recently upheld their government's ban on same-sex marriage, saying that it was not unconstitutional. Which country was it? Ooh, 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 ooh. G7. Um, I want to go with Germany. Wrong, you two-legged bag of anthrax. should be Jesus. Correct answer is Japan. Good effort, though. Mike, good effort. I guess that one could have been multiple choice. These are tough questions today. You think so? Yeah, I kind of well, yeah, blacked out, though, when I was writing it. So. Is this your? Yeah, this is, this is my doing. Okay, well, this nice is, work. This is, thanks, yeah. Great. Uh, well, you know. Pete Morgan's happy. What are we going to do? Anyways, uh, one for three uh, there so far. Mike, here we go. We get back to 500. That's a nice little solid batting average. I don't want you the batting title. Here we go, number four. American independence was declared in 1776. In 1778, what country was the first to recognize the United States of America? Uh, my guess would be France. Yeah, Mike. Very nicely done. Uh, Two for four here. Hey, hey, you're starting a three for five day right in the face. All right, here we go. Number five. In, right. in May, a virus saw an outbreak that the World Health Organization now says has, quote, sustained transmission worldwide and could start to spread to high-risk groups. What is the name of this mysterious virus? That would be the uh, monkeypox. Oh, my God. Oh, you almost made me fall out of my chair there, Mike. Overjoyed oh, with excitement. Oh. <laughs> you did a great job. You know, this useless, useless knowledge comes in handy now. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> that it does. Uh, we'll put you on hold. Uh, we're getting the big guy back here. I'm getting the thumbs up from Lewis. The champ. I am in the house, uh, Justin Ellick. Oh, yeah, B. How you doing? My, my brother. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, it could I, be worse. Could yeah, be worse. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, the sun is shining. How about that? You know what I mean? I know it exactly what you mean all right we got uh mike from long island uh as the contestant today he went three for five so you do need four correct answers here to claim the victory think you okay. got it didn't you i think i do uh i mean uh no jokes no puns okay i think <laughs> yeah. i do i think i have it in me all right here we go yes sir number one due to growing responsibilities of the attorney general congress established what cabinet department on june 22nd 1870 Due to the uh, cabinet department, the attorney general would be the Department of Justice. All right, one for one. Off to a hot start. Here we go, number two. On October 5th, 1877, the Nez Perce tribe surrendered to General Nelson Miles about 30 miles from the Canadian border. 
Who was the chief of the Nez Perce tribe who surrendered to General Miles? Nez Perce? Uh, I'd have to say it was, uh, excuse me, uh, Chief uh, Sitting Bull. Is, was his was his real name Joseph? Because that that would I have no idea who the hell this person is. <laughs> no idea. Nez Perce. Nope. You just no you just came up with Sitting Bull because I know I know they had weird names yeah. like Running Water. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sitting like, Bull is probably. probably like, yeah. I just made it up. I, 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 I don't know if it's real. Yeah, the the, the chief's <laughs> the chief's American name at least was, like chief, was chief Joseph. Yes, chief um, Pocahontas. Yeah, exactly. One for two on the day here. Burn number three. A country included in the G seven group of nations recently upheld their government's ban on same sex marriage, saying that it was not unconstitutional. What country do I speak of? It was not. Uh, uh, you know, I th- I have to say the, the G seven. Uh, was that Ukraine? Japan, oddly enough. Japan. How about that? The ban on on same-sex marriage. Hey, look it up. Uh, I think Ukraine has uh, a similar sort of ban, something like that. I'm not sure. They might. They might, Rabbit. They might. They might. But G7, okay, Japan has a same-sex ban on same-sex marriage. Wow. How about that? Very interesting. Learning something new every day. Yeah, so uh, Pearl Harbor wasn't their worst. Uh, no, this, this, sin. this might uh, this might stack right up against it. Yeah, right. <laughs> in, in, in this woke world of ours, yeah, exactly. It sure would that it being twenty twenty two and uh, and whatnot. But, but come on, lighten up. Take it easy. Yeah, though. let's give them the benefit of the doubt here. What are we doing? Really? <laughs> All right. All right. Number four here, Bernard. One for three thus far. Number four, American independence was declared in 1776. In 1778, what country was the first to recognize the United States of America? The first country would be France. Very nicely done. All right, and to tie the uh, Mike, right? Mike in Long Island. To tie Mike in Long Island today, number five, Bernard. In May, a virus saw an outbreak that the World Health Organization now says has, quote, sustained transmission worldwide and could start to spread to high-risk groups. What is the name of this mysterious virus? First of all, what are the names of the high-risk groups? Oh, well, listen, that's an, that's an even better question. Look, he's turning it on me now. This is interesting. Yeah. I would well, say would uh, preg- pregnant women. Running with water? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it would, be, uh, it would be the gay community and bisexual community. Uh, it's monkeypox. A tie game today, three for five, Bernard. That's a, that's a, listen, a couple of tough questions worked in there. Um, yeah, but, uh, come on, Nez Perce, give me uh, a break. Yeah, 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 who wrote this stupid game? My God. Jeez. <laughs> listen, you've got to make them hard sometimes, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's you the can, way it goes. got to throw so a couple I t- in. I tied Mike. Uh, yeah, you got Mike, you got Mike in Long Island. He's uh, in the HVAC business. Uh, give him a little, say a little hello. What's up, big Mike? Hey, Bernard, uh, listen, I've been listening to you since you started, and I love you. Uh, hey, God bless you. We pray for you. Get better, man. We need you. And uh, I'm doing great. Now, you sound like you're doing good today. Sounds great. Uh, yes, I'm doing uh, very well. Thank you. I appreciate the, the, those very kind words, Mike. Uh, so you're out in Long Island. Where in Long Island? I'm out, I'm out here as well. Yeah, I know. Actually, right now I'm in your neck of the woods. I'm actually in Oceanside doing some business, but uh, I, oh, live nice. out, I live out in by Patchog, Medford area, out east, a little further, exit 65. Yeah, yeah, that's so a nice I'm hood. A, I'm an eastender. 
Yeah, so, well, you're, you're right. Yeah, so it's it's doing good. You're close to me. You're a man right. who works a man who works with his hands. We 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 don't celebrate that enough, but uh, we need nah, guys like nah, without nah. you without you the country doesn't run. No, you're absolutely right. Well, we need everybody, but you know what? Everybody's got to have their heads on straight. That's the problem today. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's good. I mean, I've been working 50 years with my hands. Now I'm working more with my head. I got smarter. It took me a while, 67 years old, but. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, you, you end up, good. if you're riding around in Oceanside, Long Island, you're doing okay. A Mike from Long Island. Listen, Mike, thanks for playing. Thanks for your very kind words, and uh, we'll we'll do it again, uh, okay? Yeah, be well, my friend. Thank you. Thanks. You, you'll be well also. Uh, on the Bernie and Sid Show, we, we're going to wrap it up right after this. Sponsored by Fearless Boilers and Pavilion Tankless Water Heaters on 77 WABC. Bernard McGurk. Bernard has been a friend of mine for so long. And Sid, you too. Sid Rosenberg. Not good, great. Bernie and Sid in the morning. I love you guys. I listen to you every morning. I walk around the house laughing my butt off. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Unchain my heart. Oh, yeah. The great Stevie Wonder. Unchain my heart, baby. Nah, I know it's Ray Charles. Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show. You know, uh, that WNBA player that was arrested in Moscow a couple of months ago with allegedly some uh, hashish oil, and she's in a Russian jail. She's been in, in a Russian jail ever since. Her, uh, her wife actually spoke out. Uh, we'll have some more of that tomorrow. She actually wrote a letter to Joe Biden. She wrote a handwritten letter to Joe Biden. Now, this girl uh, took a knee against – she didn't want the national anthem played, and now she's begging the United States to please help me get out of my Moscow jail. Uh, you know, I mean, come on. Come on. You, you, you would kill now to hear the national anthem, wouldn't you, Brittany? Huh? Wouldn't you? Of course you would. On the Bernie and Sid Show, listen, it was great uh, 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 to co-host the show with John Katzmatidis. I miss my buddy, my partner, Sid Rosenberg, but John is a great substitute. And we'll do it again here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a belated happy fourth. And, uh, you know, stay strong and stay awake. Uh, the things are happening out there that, that are really, really dangerous. Uh, make sure you gear up and know who you're voting for in November. I'll see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go, Brandon. How about that?